And we are back with another episode of Donut Squad Radio. Um, we're doing a little impromptu midweek episode today. Um, Colin and I were chatting, and we realized we have so much stuff that we haven't covered so yet. So much. So much. <laughs> but, uh, but we also have Thor coming out tomorrow. Um, by the time this episode is up and running, uh, Thor will be out. And we knew we would, were going to want to do a whole episode dedicated to that um but before that we need to touch on a few of our favorite things but before we get into that uh i want to introduce my co-host here colin is here with me over zoom colin say hey to the people hey guys hope everybody had a great fourth of july weekend you know um i know it's you know it's sort of a weird year to celebrate <laughs> yeah with current events going on, but I still hope, you know, people enjoyed if they had the day off or anything like that, if they were able to maybe catch up on some of the shows we're going to touch on some of the movies. Um, yeah. But yeah. Hey everybody. You know what? I looked at in. this weekend as a, as a nice time to uh, reset and just have some fun time with family and friends. Yeah, man. Um, and it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. It's funny that you bring that up though, because uh, like, you and I were together a lot of the weekend mm-hmm. and like uh, the whole time we were like, like, Oh, I want to talk about this. Yeah. I want to like, <laughs> yeah. touch this about this. And I was like, but we got to save it for the podcast. And um, so we've, we've briefly talked about mm-hmm. a few of the things we're going to talk about a uh, little itinerary for the folks at home. Um, I know we really want to touch based on our thoughts on the boys, even though we have, what is it? One more episode this Friday. Yeah, the last um, one. Which is, and then uh, definitely wanted to recap the final three episodes of Kenobi, mm-hmm. um, and um, and then go over our thoughts on Stranger Things, which has been taking it's been living rent free in my mind since <laughs> part two came out last yeah. weekend. Um, so um, I don't, dude, let's just. Let's dive in. Oh, Let's go straight wanna, into it. Let's do it. I also want to give a little update on what I'm doing uh, with Disney and how my progress is going there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, before we do any of that, dude, I want to know your thoughts on the final three episodes of, of Kenobi because we <laughs> have gone this long without talking we about it. I amazing. know. I know. You see, like, all you listeners out there, you know, you're welcome. Cause it is hard. <laughs> it's hard to keep for, to save this, our initial reactions, but yeah, dude, I, I mean, all I can really say is I really think um, a lot of people were worried about um, them sort of with this whole series and introducing a younger Luke, introducing a younger Leia, um, overstepping their boundaries and kind of being like, well, well, you know, now, you know, new hope, those relationships don't really make any sense anymore. Um, but I think they did such a fantastic, they, they absolutely stuck the landing. And I was, I was telling you, you know, this, I rewatched, I, I rewatched that the finale and the first time it definitely hit me hard. Um, and we'll, we'll obviously go into this, but I mean, like the, I guess, final confrontation with Vader and, uh, and Ben was just, oh my gosh, it brought, it, it brought a tear to my eye. Like, and I, oh my gosh, I do not get choked up about things. I, I just, I, 
with with movies and stuff like that. I don't know. It it, it takes a certain it takes a certain uh, type of or you know type of film type of show um, to really bring that out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it takes a movie I warrior. Guess, if you haven't seen it, I guess it's a Joel Egerton thing. It, it must be anything <laughs> he touches is gold. Just just emotional gold for me. But uh, yeah. they absolutely stuck the landing, and it's one of those things where you know if they if they green light a uh, season two, I don't know if they have already or anything like that. But um, if they do, cool. Like I'm I'm totally up for that. Um, if not, this is a perfect send off. I think for the for both of those characters to kind of you know to lead straight into a new hope the next time they see each other. I think this was the perfect, um, this covered everything it needed to. It provided closure for a lot of things and it made, and I think it did what it set out to do. It made the prequel trilogies better and it made the original trilogies better. Yeah. But yeah, Adrian, I want, I want to know what you think about it. Like so bad. Cause like, while I was watching, I was like, I can't wait to hear what Adrian, Thanks. Yeah. Well, um, you know, when people are listening to this, they won't be able to tell, but I was just nodding my head that whole time in agreement where, um, like, first off, if this is the only season of Obi-Wan Kenobi we get, then it's beautifully made as a standalone limited series. If we get season two, which there have been a lot of rumors, um, I'll be very happy. But I think I'm going to be happy either way. I'm not, like, in, in, in a way where, like, like I mentioned on the show before, like with uh, Joker 2 coming out, I'm like, oh, but it was so, it was kind of cool yeah. how it was just by itself. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not complaining to get more. It's kind of that, you know, where like if we get another season, I'm going to be absolutely stoked to get more Hugh McGregor as Obi-Wan. I don't think they'll have Vader as the antagonist. I, I would doubt it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think. I, I think they kind of wrapped a kind of a bow on that. Um, yeah, they. Yeah. I think they wrapped it all up in the best way, where all the lines they say to each other in a New Hope make perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. So you know, like Obi or uh, Darth Vader is like, when I left you. Um, I don't know if he says if I left you when I left you. Said, Sorry, Marley's making a ruckus <laughs> back here. Um, can you not do that? Um, but was it like when we but, last met or something like that? I was but a, a I was um, I was a learner and, or oh man, no, not a learner. <laughs> yeah, not I'm a bird. <laughs> no, um, he's like, uh, but he says like I was but the learner and now I'm the master. Yeah, um, yeah. but I don't know the the first term if it's when I left you or like when we last saw each other. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but it, mm-hmm. I think it was when we last saw each other, something like that. Where it's not, it's not specifically when he left the Jedi Order. I know that's for right. for sure. Right. So, um, so, um, but that all makes sense with how they left things here. Um, I don't know what else. Um, I, I, so a lot of people thought that uh, Tala, the character um, who sacrificed herself mm-hmm. in episode five, was going to be a connection between this show and the Andor series. But I think, oh, yeah. um, I think since she's gone, mm-hmm. we're going to see uh, 
what's his O'Shea Jackson Jr. Broken. Um, yeah, I think he'll be a connection there. Um, I would I would love to see that. I I do love that. I I would love to see the connection there. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, I, going back to that, I mean, we'll we'll touch on everything. But what did you think about how they kind of what did what did you think about how they wrapped up Ben and Leia that relationship? Do you think so, like there's been a lot of criticism that I'm just pointing out criticism. I don't necessarily agree with it, but there's been criticism that, you know, when, when Luke arrives on the death star and sees Leia and he's like, I'm here to rescue you. I'm with Ben Kenobi. She's like Ben Kenobi. And like, obviously she knows um, who, who, he is and she's met him but in new hope it's kind of like they've never met but like i have to go back and rewatch a new hope but that's not mm-hmm. really the vibe i got like obviously in the message she says like you fought with my father in the clone wars you know x y and z um so she obviously knows of him and all this stuff um i think they tied up all of it really well i don't think i'd be even like having any i don't have anything negative to say about it i think that final interaction where he does get to tell her a little bit i'm like literally like i can feel my eyes getting a little misty talking about this <sighs> but like like when he has that little moment of um of saying like i can't tell you a little bit about your your parents and he does he's like i wish i could tell you more and then she's like it's okay you don't have to and i was like mm-hmm. this is so oh. good um and, so and that- he, in that part just him uh you know the fact that earlier on in the season, he says, you know, you remind me of someone, she was also a leader and things like that. Now that he sort of semi had that closure with Anakin, he actually brings up the side, her father, you know, he actually brings up Anakin and says, you know, you're, you're courageous, just like your dad. So, so he's had that closure with Anakin now where it's like, I can speak about him because I know my friend is, you know, essentially dead and I yeah. can speak about him separate from what he is now. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I thought was really, really cool that they, that they brought, kind of brought that back in that conversation. I have. Yeah. And I want to say that for when we actually, if, if we're, if I want, if, do you want to do a whole recap of the three episodes? Like a quick, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. So when we get to, that interaction between Darth Vader and Obi Wan, there's like a lot to say there's about like oh the God. word in there. So <laughs> I want to save that yeah. for that. But yeah, so I was planning on rewatching those three episodes today. Um, this week has been like slower for work, um, and so I was just like gonna have it on in the background while I worked. Um, and my job had the audacity to make me <laughs> actually work today. Um, literally got oh done five minutes before we started today, so. Um, didn't get a chance to rewatch everything, but um, I think I can remember most of what yeah. was going on. Yeah. But and um, I'll get I'll get a I'll get a little uh, synopsis for each one up. Great. Um, but me. that um, so episode four or part four, what they mm-hmm. call it, um, is when you know it opens up and we see Ben being rushed into the base on Jabim. And he has just had his battle with Darth Vader and he's hurt and they both get put in the back of the tanks. And you see this kind of like 
connection between the two of them when they're both in back to tanks, which I thought was really cool. Kind of like oh my makes me think of like the the forced dyad type of deal that's going on in the the sequels. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't think I don't I don't think they have a forced dyad or anything, but I thought it was cool that they had that like mirror image of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you know, they're talking to uh, Roken about you know trying to go rescue Leia oh, yeah, from right. the Inquisitor the Inquisitor's base the on Quizos. the moon. What in the Quiz- the Inquisitors? <laughs> the Inquisitors. <laughs> they have the one serial Inquisitors. Um. But uh, so then we get to, you know, he's convincing like Roken uh, mm-hmm. to help him. You find out Roken's past, and he had a, a wife who was force sensitive, and she's gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we meet Wade, and uh, did you did I you catch the? Yeah, yeah. I, I and honestly, the only reason I know Wade's name is because she screams it out. Um, you know, and. The, you know, I, I wish we had a little bit more time with Wade because I've seen this episode twice and I don't remember what he looks like. And <laughs> like his death still do just make a, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sad someone died that, yeah, like, right, saving right. them, but like right. but I was just like it's just it's like, a oh, rebel Wade. Or like <laughs> you know, it's like classic Wade always getting shot down as T C fourteen. So yeah. um so that I mean that part's cool. Um mm-hmm. And we're while this is happening, right? We're we're having that interrogation scene with uh, Reva and Leia, right? Yeah, and I like Leia in this scene because she's like showing her like kind of sass and yeah. Um, and you see, so Reva like is like trying to read her mind, and she's like, "What is this staring contest?" And it's like a little tiny hint that she's force sensitive and like mm-hmm. able um, to block that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. And I like how that's how they left it with her points for sensitivity. It's just like, just a little hint. No and reason to touch it like, that much. Yeah, they're not having her. She goes, <laughs> yeah, she goes until Return of the Jedi without even, you know, right, right. having any mention of it. So I, I, I like think that. Um, I definitely think that would be something where they sort of overstep a little bit. Yeah. Where it would just be like, oh, you know, she does this amazing thing, but you know, throughout the entire original trilogy, she just forgets about it. She just doesn't yeah. do anything about it. Um that would and be make, I, I would feel like I that think, would be like Disney being like, hey, remember what we did with our our stuff? That's yeah. canon. So it's gonna be in everything now. So I'm glad that they yeah, they, they kind of reeled it back there. And I, I wouldn't say it would tarnish, but it would kind of maybe like lessen the impact of Luke's reveal to her in Return of the Jedi of like, and, and his acknowledgement of like, and my sister has it, you know, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. that, that was a, yeah. I, that's a huge part. I love. And then, so like for her to have been like, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Don't worry about it. No, I made a pen wiggle like when I was 10. So like, yeah, I knew how to this inquisitor. <laughs> oh, you don't know what inquisitors are. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm, you're new here, sweetie. But, uh, <laughs> I'm the chosen one. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so that scene was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people like upset that because uh, they thought this whole series going to go by where um, Leia was only going to hear Ben referred to as Ben and not Obi-Wan. Um, oh, okay. So like 
when uh, I don't know, there's a whole thing about it. I can't even remember. I think I think Reva, Reva straight up calls him Obi Wan. Says like Obi Wan is dead. He's not coming yeah. for you, right? In that scene, yeah, right. Um, but anyways, people are just grasping for straws here. Like people are just like getting upset about whatever thing you get upset about and finding things to not like about the show where i'm like what you're trying you you are working hard to not enjoy this yeah it's just one of those things where like i i saw a tiktok that like kind of like said it best where it was just like we have all this content out here now and it's like if you don't like it that's fine you'll probably find something that you do like and cling on to that then you know what i mean as opposed to like constantly bashing the stuff that is coming out that other people might actually like and that might be their favorite you know piece of that fandom that that you know newer content or even a new generation's new you know favorite or their introduction to you know star wars or you know lord of the rings or anything whatever it is yeah um instead of bashing that just be like you know what i i love this um the stuff that's coming out now, not necessarily for me, but that doesn't mean right. that I need to absolutely, I, that it ruins anything else. And the, and it honestly, if any of this ruins a past, you know, uh, you know, chapter in star Wars, you know, for you, you might need to just rethink how much you actually like it. <laughs> Cause it's just like I, one I know, of those that's... things where it's like, it's like this is harmless stuff. Like, we're, would you rather them just cut it off and you never see Star Wars again? I like, know, nothing to do like, with it. It's you know, you can you you have the ability to avoid it if you don't like it. You watch it once, you don't have to rewatch it. Go, you know, go back and watch what you do like. That's that's really all you got to do. And that's what um that's what they say on Rebel Force Rebel Force Radio as well. Like mm-hmm. they're like, if this isn't your cup of tea, then the odds are the next project from star wars will be so you know like you don't have to make a you know a big deal out of not liking this you can Mm -hmm. just wait till the next project and you know hopefully you like that but then if you continually dislike maybe you need to rethink if you're a star wars fan or if you're just like (laughs) someone who likes to watch it and like poo poo it all like what what are you getting out of it if like you all you're doing is like having this holier than thou yeah like you know I don't know, yeah. talking down to all these these awesome fandoms that like you would never be able to create in your it's just screen, it, so. it's one of those things where it's like I feel like being a fan you can you can dislike the characters that are going on, you know, like that are maybe like the focal point of what a series, a movie or anything like that, but kind of just being in that world gives you that like warm feeling. Just like, you know what I mean? Like being, you know, you know, being on Tatooine, even though like in Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, we kind of got sick of it. Just like if a scene opens up and you see like the dunes of Tatooine and you see like, you know, the the suns and things like that, that just gives you sort of a warm feeling. So, so like, so like that's, I feel like that's how you can kind of gauge if you like, if you go into it and you're just like, well, I didn't like the last one. I'm probably not going to like this one. Oh, they're doing Tatooine again. It's like, yeah, like maybe, I don't know. <laughs> have you, you don't, have you checked out don't any like other fandoms? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's like, that's how I feel yeah. about like the Hobbit movies, which the first two I really like, but like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like just to be back in Middle Earth, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is, yes. this is best. Like, this is nice. you know, Ooh. 
So yeah, rabbits so, too. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but um, anyway, back to the episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, so we okay. So so Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan is trying to basically be like, yeah, like I'm I'm gonna go in um, and infiltrate it. Uh, and um, uh, what was her name again? I'm sorry, um, Tala. Tala, Tala is like I can get you in, essentially, because yeah. uh, she is technically an officer, imperial officer. Yeah, so we see her like in the uh, hangar getting in. Mm-hmm. She has mm-hmm. an intera- interaction with security officer who was a total dork. No, I'm just oh my gosh. <laughs> total nerd. Um, but uh, and then I love this scene of like uh, when Obi Wan is swimming and he has the little breather on. Oh for yeah. One. <laughs> And he's swimming through and you see all these monsters that are in the water with him that are very much like the similar to the monsters you'd see on Naboo mm-hmm. when they're uh, going through the planet core. So like, I, I love that. Um, and then I think like you see the doors open up where he comes in um, and there's this little creature, not little, it's pretty big. And it looks like a, um, um, a raptor from uh uh, the force awakens those like oh i didn't notice it, it kind of looked like that yeah, it was like stuck on the side of the like the little um door that hinges open mm-hmm. that obi-wan swims through and it looked like kind of like a rathar but kind of like an underwater like sarlacc it was cool Whoa. um but but it was like stuck on there like uh whatever i don't know like yeah. like a like a sea urchin but a really scary one um <laughs> I didn't so that. yeah that was cool, but and then like just I I just like seeing Obi Wan and and he was back in his like in he in like real Jedi robes because yes one thing we, I think we see in the next episode is like they have all these like Jedi um, like lightsabers and clothing because when they're taking them through the path they um, I guess left their lightsabers there and left their anything that could identify them mm-hmm. as a as a Jedi so I, I I'm assuming I might have missed something but I'm assuming he takes jedi robes from the hideout because his were all messed up when yeah. Vader the first time yeah. um but it's cool to see him in actual jedi robes rather than like what he was wearing on tattooing which was like kind of jedi robe-ish mm-hmm. but like definitely more just like common clothing and it's um, cool to see how like he, he almost like it, he's still a little like covered up he's still got that sort of like shawl on or something like that covering it but like as like as the series progressed he slowly and slowly became, you know, like was wearing the full Jedi garb. Like, like he had his lightsaber on his belt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, he was, he was slowly but surely, you know, coming out of the shadows in a very physical form. Like, like yeah. being like, yeah, I'm a Jedi. Like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? And he, he's like accepting all, like, he's, you know, I feel like the last 10 years he's been in like um, denial about, Maybe not denial, but he definitely accept. I don't know. He accepted the fact that they lost. Yes. But that, right. I think he kind of dug his head in the sand, much like he dug the lightsabers in the sand. And like, um, you know, him taking those lightsabers out of the sand was really him taking, you know, himself out of there and being like, mm-hmm. all right, I can't run from, can't run from this forever. Right. Um, I'm not going to work at this butcher shop in the middle of the desert forever. Um, but, uh, so we see him come through. I think one of the coolest parts of the episode was 
Um, after Riva takes Leia to the interrogation room, Riva gets taken away because Tala, you know, calls her in there to yep. kind of distract her. And then it's just two stormtroopers and then Leia strapped so to the little interrogation table. And then you just see the blue lightsaber, like, like go on, go off. And like, it's all black. It's, yeah. yeah. Ah, so cool. He takes um, out both of them just like nice and quickly. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, we want to get his mojo back. He's got it back. Um, yeah. They need a little more lights in that room, man. Like that's like, that's going to be the next, like, it's a, that's a health hazard. Like people keep sneaking up uh, on us. Like, <laughs> we need to change something about this. The, the stormtrooper um, union is going to be all over that. <laughs> one thing, one thing I noticed about this whole, um, this whole fortress um, was it, it gave me a lot of sequel vibes, as far as like the way it was set up, like the interrogation room, all the red lights, because like, um, like the original trilogy is all like gray black with white lights in the death stars and and on all the ships and i don't think we see a lot of red lights and then um obviously like the republic isn't like all that dark when we see them in the in episodes one two and three or just yeah two and three um but um so like this was i feel like a lot of sequel vibes and it I, i really like how they did that because like it made everything feel like one more fluid, even more of one fluid story. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. in like the sequels, we see a lot more like red lighting, like in a uh, Snoke's chamber or his right. throne room. Yes, and yeah. then throughout like their, uh, you know, uh, Star Destroyers and stuff like that. So I thought that was a really cool touch. Um, yeah, and like also like the next part that we're at is when Obi-Wan's walking through that like burial chamber oh, of like man. all the Jedi. It's true. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. But that, was, that also made me feel like a lot of sequel vibes. Um, Cause like in the rise of Skywalker, we see Snoke. Um, like where they made Snoke and where they made Palpatine's clones and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I that's what I'm wondering because I mean, like, so all of the all of those Jedi are are dead. They're not being preserved or anything like that. Because like, because like, I guess I guess yeah, like you could use it as like a trophy mm-hmm. room, but like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I don't think we know if they're alive or dead. Like I, it, I think it's I think it's supposed to be assumed that they are dead. Yeah, but I think yeah. it was intent. It, it might. I mean, they could have left that intentionally vague, right? Right. Because, like, at the same time, in the same same time period, a little earlier on, a few years earlier on, in the Bad Batch, which is like pretty much immediately following uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. like. I think yeah. we see some cloning stuff and then oh, okay. you know like we have all these hints in all the series even if it's like post return of the jedi yeah of like them preserving force sensitive beings and using them to try to recreate the emperor and have well, that as his backup plan and mando you know, mando had that episode right where they, they yeah. go into that um um 
what would it be? Imperial. Um, well, I guess it would be future first order. Um, yeah. Uh, facility. And they like see that there are some sort of cloning or something like that. Um, yeah. And in there. Yes. And like that, that, yeah. In season two, that's like when we get, when we get like more background with like Mando and like, we see that creature in the, in the water, whatever it is. And it looks like a lot like Snoke. Um, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And that. yeah, but yeah. All I so, they, say, so they could I wouldn't be, be yeah. they could I be like be in a stasis of some kind, you know what I During mean? Like that, they're uh, trying to find maybe like a perfect midichlorian match for a potential like uh you know future snope or future emperor i guess now now that we know that he's you know he's been kind of pulling the strings the whole time but like that's so interesting i would love i would love to see them do something with that where they're just like yeah like you know we because because one of the uh what is it the little kid the little kid like he's it, it almost looks like they froze them like in like, the time like Kyle, that they were captured like you, know, you see like, Kylo Ren freeze Poe at the beginning of yeah Force Awakens. yeah like yeah no it looks like they exactly look like, like they're like in that. a stance it doesn't look like they were like killed and then just like propped up or anything like that it's almost like a clear carbonite you know like like they well, were he's still wearing frozen. his he's still wearing I his still, training helmet that's right yeah and, um, <laughs> and like a lot of them have a look of shock on their face. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. The only one I recognized was the first one. Um, the guy who kind of looks like a, he's an alien species that kind of looks like a camel or something. Yeah. He was like, he in was like camel first. at one point, was he? Yeah. He was really nice. Yeah. I yeah. remember him. I remember him being really nice. It was like him and him and Ahsoka had like a team up day or, or like an episode yeah. or like two episodes or something like that they took the younglings to get their crystals yeah that's right oh my gosh oh my such God. a good oh that's such a good <laughs> story arc yeah that is a good episode oh man oh i hope he's not dead then but yeah, also know, like he was... who knows like if he's going to be used to create the emperor or maybe you know what maybe even um they are saving those um jedi almost to be like almost to like feed the emperor like like, like uh, he's able to like kind blood of transfusions oh like sort of sort of like that but also remember when he like he at the end he needed to basically like suck the life force out of oh, uh, both yeah. ray and um ben yeah so like maybe maybe like maybe that's what they were saving them for and they kind of just like once we get this right he's going to need to stock up on power he's going to need to suck you know life force or you know like something you know out of force users so we need to harvest these these um you know later so like who knows i mean yeah, I, and, I I thought that was so interesting because I was like, it's not just the it, it now it, it like it would make sense for like somebody using the dark side, you know, the Inquisitors to be like, oh, this is our trophy room where we can show off all these all these Jedi we've killed. But like, it's also like there's got to be a more practical use of that space. Like, <laughs> like you know, maybe yeah, it would yeah. just and be I, like, 
I think if they were going to, so that has been said that, oh, maybe it's just a trophy room, but you can also see in like their, I don't know what the room it is, like the room that they're all sitting in with like the long table in there, their yeah. conference room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can see, you, um, you can see like lightsabers on the wall. So if they're going to keep trophies, I feel like they would just keep lightsaber yeah, trophies. The lightsabers. Like, yeah. They don't, <clears throat> it's just, that's taking up a lot less space, a lot less real estate. You know what I mean? Like, if I was if I was in their shoes, I would just keep the lightsaber. I wouldn't want to deal with bodies. Right. Seriously, it's just it's a logistical nightmare. And also, yeah. <laughs> also, also, like as far as trophies go, uh, a little youngling still wearing his training helmet. Like nobody's gonna walk in there and be like, "Oh wow, Sick. you <laughs> you guys you guys took down this guy." Dang man, like he's a preschooler. Like, congrats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even pick up a rock. But you, you, you know, like, right, good great for job. you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, like, exactly. There has to be a reason behind you know them being in that sort of like, sort of like a like um, almost like in uh, Jurassic Park, the little amber. I was, dude. I, I've been holding on. Doesn't that. it look like it? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. like, it looks just like that little amber. That amber. So like. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe the emperor wanted to like chisel out like a, a staff with the little kid in it, and he just walks around. With it yeah, it's a giant. Just a like, so it's not practical. That's that's gonna be worse for your back. Um, yeah, so we see that. Um, what happens next? Obi Wan. Um, that oh, actually, that was before he rescued Leia. Um, so then, like, we oh, that's right. do everything we saw. He rescues Leia. They're walking yep. through the hallways. He like stops the water from coming in, oh, which was man. cool. So cool. Um, and he redirects and he was like, it. Yeah. You can you can see he's getting his mojo back before that, where like he's blocking all the lightsaber or the uh, blaster bolts, mm-hmm. and like he's just like twirling his lightsaber like he does in the prequels, and it's just like finally this is this is Obi Wan, <laughs> and it, need, it needed to take this amount of time for him to get it back did. into it. Yeah. I think. Um, but it, it made it so much more satisfying. Like we've talked about before, he's not going to just go jump right into it. No. no, right, right, yeah. There has so. to be some sort of build up. Um, and then, and then my my favorite part of the episode is how, how he gets Leia out of there. With, oh my god! Just, he tucks her in a trench coat, and it just it reminded me of like the little rascals when they like stack up on top of each other yeah. in like a long trench coat. <laughs> it's just yeah. like two little feet and then like yeah. a man's body above it. <laughs> it's just like, I was I, like, like, you know, whatever, you know, like things are crazy. Crazier things have happened in star Wars. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> like, look, like, <laughs> I, part of me was like, okay. And all the ruckus of what's going on, like, yeah. Yeah, That'd be right. pretty easy to not see. Like that's definitely a gamble, but whatever. I was thinking about it practically, and then I was like, "But also, like, I don't care." And no, like, no, people were, to react, were reacting to it as if someone had like killed their mom <laughs> about it. Like, I don't know. I was just like, I was like, "What? Why are you getting so upset about this?" Like, I don't know. Like, look what you're watching. It, right? Yeah, and it's and it's also like one of those things. Just like, would you would you have rather you know them? stretch out the escape to a whole nother episode it's like they they had a story that they needed to tell in and right. you know in a set amount of episodes and if they had spent too much time we might not have gotten some of the better parts of this series so like you know and, like, they needed it didn't to affect get a, the story no it didn't affect not, the no. story at all 
Not at all. So, and yeah, it's, and they it's, do get it, caught. <laughs> it, exactly. Yeah. Like in in the end, yeah, it's not. You know, if if Obi Wan had like stopped to like ask a stormtrooper for like directions out of the hangar, and he still had her, then we'd have a problem. Like then we'd be like, okay, like, I'd be like okay, guys, come on, just come on, guys, <laughs> you gotta see the little girl, but. Yeah, man. I mean, I I had no problem with it. I I was laughing about the little feet, and then um, people were getting then, upset about uh, when Obi Wan first comes into the base out of the water. He looks like completely dry, which like I was like again, like there's okay, there's just there's this interview, there's this interview with Mark Hamill um, talking about when they were recording uh, A New Hope, and he pointed out some kind of flaw. Um, he pointed out when they get out of the uh, trash compactor, he was he like turns to like George and was like, uh, "Should I be like soaking wet?" And like Harrison Ford like turns and was like, "Good, <laughs> it ain't that kind of movie." <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, and so like I I keep reminding myself and it just and I, I what I've seen is they did that intentionally as a nod to that of like he he comes out of the water and yeah. he's really dry. Yeah, but again, right. it's not that kind of show. Like, you know, right. Yeah. And it, and it's like, it's like, does that really, it that takes you out of this universe? Not the, yeah. you know, not the blasters, not the underwater Aliens, facility. Yeah. That, you know, it, it, the breathing apparatus that's this big and, yeah. you know, like, you, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, whatever, like I, I would not have noticed it unless like i was looking for a problem you know like yeah yeah so well we have those people just looking for problems and yeah i'll get into that in the next episode too though (laughs) um but uh, yeah so um, then we have to say goodbye to our our man wade we we hardly knew ye literally (laughs) before before we get into that i just love that they use the tc14 speeders that they have on cloth yeah um because those so like those are apparently like very highly modifiable speeders that they can and you hear in in a uh, empire strikes back when han is like going out to uh find luke like you know you hear like hey the the tc14s aren't aren't like ready they're they're, they're still being worked on and yeah. you know they're being modified to handle the harsh conditions of hoth at that point so like and, and it's really cool to see like they're they've been used in the sand um mm-hmm. they've been used in so many different i think they're like in like a force plant or something like that not an indoor, yeah. but they're using on so many different terrains and like it's cool to see them in yet another one um, and being modified for i mean essentially I mean, space travel so like mm-hmm. that's what i always thought i always thought they were like literally known for like being speeders you know, like, well, they are because they go. They at the end of the episode, they dock in the other ship. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And okay. then they go, um, and they're like, "Where's your other speeder?" It's like, "Wait, didn't make it." And I just Wade like, didn't make it. They're like, yeah, who's, like, who's that? Who's Wade? <laughs> We've got a nine guy named Wade on our team. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, you're thinking of Jimmy. Oh, like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank okay, God. Thank goodness. <laughs> I do. I don't care, but I do think it's funny that it was like, 
a very emotional part. I was like, wait, who? It was, was yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, I, I don't know. But but still, I mean, I think, and I, I, I like, thinking back, like, I wonder if it was, like, <clears throat> Reva perhaps not wanting to kill Kenobi yet. Like, she knew she could take down one of them, so she maybe went for Wade on purpose. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, now that we know her true intentions behind all of it, yeah, yeah. she's not going to want to kill everyone right, right there. Right. She's like, I've got a plan, but I need to, I need to still make it seem like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take him down. So, and she had, yeah, she had, um, the tracking begun on there already. So, right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, who knows? I mean, that, Either way, I mean, that that wasn't necessarily, you know, an emotional beat that really hit for me because, again, it was just like, you know, if we had, if we had even freaking met Wade, like, I'm sure that I'm sure they had like a line where it was just like, you know, I'm so-and-so, this is Wade. Hey, I'm Wade. Yeah, (laughs) but if we, literally, if we had like, (laughs) if we had one line of just him being like, of them meeting each other and just being like, you know, um, uh, you know, hey Ben, Obi Wan. I've heard I've heard so many stories about you. I I grew up on stories about you, and that's sort of yeah. why that's why I'm in this position now because I believe that somebody like you can help us out. Even if we had that line, I'd be like, oh wait, you're not going to get to see, you know, what you think what Obi Wan is going to take us to. That's all they needed to add. But, like, yeah. I feel like we just didn't know this character. So it's more of, like, a, yeah, like, people die, but, like... That's how you know. I looked at it, and I was just like, oh, well, it, that sucks. And yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. I, and I, but I did like how they used it as, like, a plot point of, like, well, it looks like you guys are soldiers now when they get back onto the... Yeah, yeah that's true. Everyone. That's true. Um, right. Another point that I really liked when they get back is... This was at the beginning of the... Wait, no, never mind. I'm fast forwarding way too far. Forget everything I just said. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> um, but uh, that kind of leads us at the end. Like we see Vader come in and choke Reva, and then she's like, I have a tracking beacon on them. And there's a really funny meme out there where like he's just like, All that matters is Kenobi. It was like me waking up every Wednesday, and it was like, All that matters <laughs> is Kenobi. <laughs> um, which I thought was awesome. Um, but um, I like how we see Vader first be like, oh, wow, you're doing great. But remember, like, oh, if you don't if you fail, like, I'm going to kill, kill you. you. And he comes <laughs> in, he's like, what did I say? And he literally <laughs> says, like, I told you what would happen if you did if you failed. And yeah. it's just like instant. He doesn't even want to hear her story. He's just nope. choking her out. And I'm just like, damn, Vader, you're just a real dick. <laughs> I mean, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put you in charge, especially if you're not going to, you know, get me results. You guys are all, mm-hmm. you, you know, just disposable. All of you are disposable. Like, cause I can do, yeah. I can, in the end, I can do this shit myself, but like, I'm trying yeah. to do some others. I'm, I, I've got bigger things going on right now. So I'm trying to delegate yeah. to, um, <laughs> I'm trying to be a manager here. All right. I'm trying yeah. to give you stuff to do, but like, yeah, man. For I mean, they. I am so glad that they stuck to a Vader who is, you know, Prime Vader. He's full of hatred, yeah. and it's it's yeah. not waning. He's not going to take it easy on anyone. He's like, I need to get Kenobi, and if any of you are screwing that up, 
like you just did, like I'm done with you. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you the chance to, to screw up again. So, totally. yeah. and, um, no, I totally agree. I enjoyed seeing that side of him, mm-hmm. which, which we've seen throughout. Yes. And we'll continue to see in the next two episodes. It is oh, yeah. like no nonsense Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which going into the next episode, kind of, I, one thing they said going into the series was it plays out like one long movie and it really does. Yeah. Yeah. I could see like it, that. It really goes from like, well, some series, each episode has kind of like its own arc of like rising action, climax, you know, all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, like that is not the case with this show. And they said that going to this, like this, the season really does play out like a six hour or whatever four hour or something five hour something yeah. long movie and that's why like one thing and this goes along with this next episode where like we had so many people online complaining about like oh man the pacing sucks or like oh my gosh like we haven't seen hayden christensen's anakin yet one guy i'm gonna point out was soups on tiktok who is so annoying he's just like i can't believe they haven't had anything or hayden christensen this this was supposed to be a story about hayden christensen or uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. I was like, have you been watching the same show that I've been watching, dude? Like, yeah. also, have some freaking patience. And also, the fact that the next episode is all about patience. Yes. And, it like, everything that, like, this one, you know, specific influencer, but a lot of other people were, like, uh, complaining about mm. kind of paid off in this episode. I was like, like yeah. Like, Disney was like, like, shut the hell up. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, and he's like, "Oh, finally, they did exactly what I wanted." And I'm like, like "They're really, listening that, to you." Yeah, is is that really what you want to them to do exactly what you want? Because like, what what's the but, fun in that? Like, he's also like, a lot of the people making complaints were just like, "Oh man, well they they did what we were saying." I was like, "Do you think they changed the episodes and then did reshoots in one week and then changed the episode just for you?" They're like, you like, know what? This guy's soups is on or something. He, he's got it. He's got it. Bring him in. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, that annoyed me. But yo, know, but the opening I, I, of I, this episode. Oh, oh the minute me the away. minute I realized that the minute you see that that sweet, <clears throat> that sweet, sweet uh little mini ponytail, I was yeah. like, yes. I was like, let's yeah. do it. And he looks great. He I does. really like honestly, like um, I think I think you you only really see the age in the laughter lines, and that's it. I he doesn't so he doesn't look he looks fantastic like for his age, and and I'm, Both of I'm them. honestly kind of glad that yeah they didn't they I think they saved on their budget for de aging, and that was smart. They needed to use well, it for other things. Yeah, and there just wasn't any point, you know, like it, no, and the. I think they did very minimal and like touch ups on both of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I honestly, looking at it, didn't really see like much at all. Yeah. And the fact that these two people can play the same roles that they played 20 years ago. That's crazy. That's yeah. Like, so yeah. Uh, Attack of the Clones came out in 2002. So they were, mm-hmm. record- or they were uh, filming in like 2000, 2001. Like, the fact that they can play the same roles yeah. and like, yes, yes, there's a difference. Yes. You put the two side by side 
there's going to be a difference. Yeah. yeah but it's like 20 years, <laughs> yeah. years. like yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that is nuts. Yeah. So, so th- these flashbacks were supposed to be what in between episode one and two, or is it supposed yes. to be two and three? One and two. Okay. 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 And they both had the lightsaber hilts that they had going into right. attack the clones, and Anakin that's had right. both hands still. Oh, that's. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that definitely tracks. Um, yeah. Oh man. So this but was like. Yeah. This just pre Clone War training that they were just doing. Right. Right. I was. Um. I was interested to see if um, at some point we were going to get a long haired Anakin. Um. But I mean, honestly, the fact that they gave us, you know, this like a younger, a, a younger Padawan Anakin, I think was so, just so good. Because I mean, that's really, I feel like that's how Obi-Wan remembers his friend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel and- like that's the version that he's picturing underneath that, that armor yeah. and that suit. Like that's what he's envisioning right now. He's like, how could... How could this, you know, my brother, my, you know, almost son, my child, um, you know, be doing the performing these atrocities, like, you know, killing people and things like that, you know, like going through a village and just murking people every which way. It's like how I can't even imagine that. Um, So I'm glad that we got to look at that. Yeah. And his, his, just to go off that point real quick, mm-hmm. his last, uh, his last version of Anakin he saw was like Clone Wars, long hair Anakin. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a lot of things going on in the Clone Wars, you know, and like right. really the purest form of Anakin was before Attack of the Clones, those 10 years of training between what he found, like, well, 10 years of training plus when they got him off Tatooine, mm-hmm. where he was just this boy going through you know, I was training with Obi-Wan as the older brother, father figure. Yeah. Um, and he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't want to remember him as the guy he fought on Mustafar. He, you know, he's the guy he trained no. and yes. taught and he lived side by side with. So, yeah, I can see that. Also, um, I was a little surprised you never got long hair, Anakin, because whenever we see Anakin in his darker robes, um, he had he has dark robes throughout prequels or at least in uh two and three yeah. but the only times we see him in a clearly revenge of the sith uh garb was he had his hood on which made yes. sense because it was like order 66 and then he, he just looks badass with a hood on yeah, in yeah. that like mirage scene in uh the third episode but um i was surprised though because every interview you see with hayden his hair's grown out i was like yo we're gonna get flashbacks we're gonna get i was like yeah. well, we did but <laughs> we did get flashbacks but he didn't he didn't have his long hair but yeah um yeah no that was great and i like i i loved the fact that that wasn't just a a cold open it had so much to do with oh yeah the story yeah they, that, that I mean, episode they, they get to they get to jump back multiple times to that same sort of tra- that that same training scene where you yeah. get to you you get to learn more about you know like uh, even more so I feel like people who are uh, familiar with the series and how Anakin is they know that he is this sort of brash like act before thinking about it um, I I just need to win 
Um, I, I, you know, power is going to ultimately, you know, if I'm on the offensive the whole time, my enemy can't be on the offensive. They have to be on the defense, right. defense the whole time. So I'm just going to keep battering, battering, battering because I am so strong. I'm so skilled. It, it only makes sense. I can make this light work if I just continue to just bang, 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 Muscle bang. Through so, it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like you get Which, to, you get in- to learn, you know, a little bit, you get to see that a little bit more and they reintroduce that without having people have to go back and watch the prequels or anything like yeah. that, you know? Well, and like in, obviously in Attack of the Clones, we see that fail when he gets his arm cut off by, well, first he gets like electrocuted and thrown in a corner by Dooku. Yeah. And that that's the first time we see that kind of like act first, think later thing yeah. fail. But throughout the Clone Wars show, we see that succeed and you know you see him do such awesome things because of his like active mentality Mm -hmm. um and like even till the last season we see that so like uh when he like we're on that they're on that bridge and they come help out obi-wan and he's just like yeah they're they're hiding underneath the bridge yeah (laughs) yeah so like we see the positive side of it but we also see the downfall of in this episode again which i think is really important Mm -hmm. um and I don't know. It's just, it's just, it really continues to round out Anakin, at least Hayden's Anakin as a character, because we have, you know, it's nice to see. I love Matt Lanter's Anakin in the Clone Wars, and he added so, like, the Clone Wars made, added so much depth to the prequels, yes. which I, you know, I love the prequels no matter what, mm-hmm. but it just added seven seasons worth of character development which you could never get in three movies right um but then it's cool to see them add on and kind of fuse that matt lancer and anakin uh or and uh, hayden christensen mm-hmm. uh anakin's further um but i don't know i just seeing them in those yeah. outfits with those haircuts like like ewan comes out with his jedi mullet and i was just like oh, we're back baby <laughs> and that perfectly shaped beard man like it straight up almost yeah. looks like clay like it looks like yeah. they just molded it straight on it's so put together perfectly looks bushy so yeah <laughs> it's great but uh but this episode was awesome like yeah i yeah. loved watching i i love this episode um you know the back and forth you know we get like pretty much like they're trying to hold off Reva and the stormtroopers yep. and eventually Vader for the longest time. Um, I don't think we need to go into like every single detail. No. Yeah. Um, we get, we get a good look at, we finally get that uh, confirmation about uh, Reva. The fact that she lane. was, yep. She was a young lane. She got, she actually got stabbed, you know, by Anakin uh, during yeah. order 66 um, survived it and like had to like, you know, fake. fake death around all of her younglings who were her face. She straight, she even says, you know, he killed my whole family right in front of me. Yeah. Um, which, you know, like I really for whether, whether you like the character or not, I think that really, I mean, that's, it's a pretty good motivation for not, not liking Obi-Wan and being like, you know, that was your Padawan, bro. Like where the hell you, you? did this? Yeah. 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 And like, I, I think a lot of people have to remember, like all because you don't like a character doesn't mean it's not a good character. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, it's just like, there are a lot of characters that I hate 
but they are well-written characters. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and in every show, movie ever, you know, they're, but like, like Dolores Umbridge. Oh, can't oh, stand her. But she's a wonderful, wonderfully written character. And like, oh, yeah. like, you know, I, I don't particularly really like Reva as a character, but I think she's a well-written character. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think her so story too. arc is, I think that was a really cool story arc that they have for her. And uh, up until this episode, at least like I have some questions on how they leave her, but, yeah. um, but like, I don't know. I thought that was really cool, but not to go down another rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I mean, this episode, we get that confirmation. Yep. Uh, we get like the confirmation of like what her real end goal is. And she's like, kind of going through the motions as an inquisitor just to finally get Darth Vader. Um, Tala sacrifices herself with the droid too. What's the droid's name? I can't remember. It was something like, I can't remember. It was like T2 or something like that. Yeah. It was really short. I think it was only two letters. Um, but we get all that. Um, I know we're kind of quickly summarizing it because I really want to have enough time to talk about the last episode for yes. a really long time. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we get that dope. <clears throat> oh man, that dope scene. Um, oh my gosh, Vader. Where, yes, yes. He comes in. Both both uh, transports are taken off with everybody in them. Lola was finally, you know, Lola quit being a bitch. They got, yeah. <laughs> they got the little, uh, got the doors open. Yeah. Yeah. They got the doors open. Um, uh, Kumail came back to, uh, Haja came back. Yeah. Um, I really we like, got, I've... yeah, we, we got some of that. Oh, and, um, uh, Bale, Bale sent the, uh, sent the message to Obi-Wan basically saying, Hey, I hope <laughs> you're still alive. Um, and I hope because of the boy, you know, because of Luke on Tatooine and basically like left that message. And it's just like, Hey man, that was one thing know, I was like, maybe don't, you're smarter than that. Yeah. Like maybe leave, leave a little bit of mystery. <laughs> the just be like, secret uh, in the galaxy. Yeah. It's like, um, I sure hope he's safe at these coordinates. Um, and here's a list of his fears. And, uh, when he's home from oh, school. Oh, and he's a Darth Vader's <laughs> son. Uh, also, yeah, I sure hope Darth Vader doesn't find out about his boy, his son. Hey, I know I'm, so, I'm I know I'm not supposed to text <laughs> you, but uh, I really just wanted to check in and tell you all my deepest darkest secrets. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, dude, when like Darth Vader's like barges oh, in to and like the one transport's taken off, and he just like effortlessly just grabs oh. it, and he's like, nope, and like and then just tears the hull, basically just rips <laughs> off the thing. Oh my gosh! They went so... there. I love, I love how they went there, and they go there in the next episode too. Like, yeah, they give you kind of these almost force unleashed force yeah. powers, where it's just like, and, and it, but it's not totally out of cinematic Star Wars because we see Yoda pick up an X wing, we see Ray Ray um, stop uh, the shuttle, yep, and right. Skywalker. So it's like it makes total sense, but it's so aggressive, and he's Dude. just like, he's like. No, come back here. And he puts it right back down. Right after the scene. Slams on the ground, rips the door. Oh my gosh. Right after the scene, they, just like you said, I was like, I have to play Force Awakens again. Or yeah. Force Unleashed again. Because I was just like, that was so cool. And honestly, like, hats off to Obi-Wan for, for realizing his power. 
and, yeah. and having that decoy ship because like honestly if he had underestimated him even a little bit and they had been like yeah we'll split up you know we'll we'll, we'll have you know people in this one this one people were, would be dead <laughs> like, yeah absolutely be, torn apart so like dude the fact the fact that he's like no like this is how powerful he is. He yeah. he will grab one of these ships, hundred percent, and he will keep us from leaving. So, like, you know, hats off to Obi Wan for realizing that. But like, oh, just the fact that we got to see that sheer power again of just like just gripping an entire shuttle and just bringing it back down. It's like, yeah. oh my god! Like, they. I feel like each each episode they really just they ramp up like his power and just like be like yeah like you know darth vader due to you know due to their limits during the times mm-hmm. you know with like cgi and you know effects and things like that not yeah. many people are like oh you know you know they knew darth vader was a threat and they were just like yeah like you know but now people are like this is a bad mf right here like look at what, what even- he can do like and I like I, it's clear that like imperial officers didn't know what he could do because in a, a New Hope, one of the officers he's like um, kind of talking down to Vader. He's like, "You That's and your right. sorcerers' ways, like this this battle station, you know, or like something about like your your old hokey religion is nothing compared to the full might of this battle station." Mm-hmm. And like Darth Vader's probably just sitting there like. Ask, oh, go ask Obi Wan what I did. <laughs> I will literally bring down this transport right now. <laughs> like, bring down. I will snap your neck like <laughs> the kid I snapped on whatever that mining planet was. Um, but uh, yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we see the Grand Inquisitor come back, and anyone yes. who's like, "Oh, they're retconning the Grand Inquisitor," I was like, "No, they're not. They're not. Like, dude. like just Dave again, Filoni is patient. not going to let them do that. Right? Like, like, yeah. Chill out. Yeah." Yeah, it's like let let everything just like you know let everything play out before you start being like whoa, <clears throat> hang on, pew pew. But I wasn't even like happy to be right about that because I it wasn't even something I was ever concerned about. Being right about yeah, like, like I was we like, see I was him like, in rebels. Like <laughs> yeah, they're not like, gonna they're not gonna go against they're not gonna break canon from rebels, one of the most yeah. cherished shows. You know, like I don't know. I was, but right. very happy to see him back. Yeah, oh, we yeah, get more yeah. live action of him. He's I hope so. Super cool. Mm-hmm. And then we see him and Vader. I don't know if it's this episode or the next one on the deck of the Star Shorter together. And I was like, I need this framed somewhere. This is so cool. <laughs> um, it was in the next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, that was cool. I know yeah. we're missing stuff. I haven't. Well, been we've got. Yeah, we've got. Um, Reva finally takes her shot at Darth. He doesn't even oh, light his oh lightsaber. He's like, "You're not even worth me igniting my lightsaber, man." Like, it was a huge on. middle finger to her. Yes, yeah. he's just he's stopping her blade with the force over and over again. Just snags her lightsaber out of her hand, breaks just, it in half. Just yep, and then just stabs her with it, and is just like, you know, like you had potential. Um, that's why we brought you on, but like, you know, your services are no longer needed. Like, yeah. and doesn't even like, doesn't even like give her the satisfaction of like cutting off her head or like knowing that she is dead. He just walks off. Cause he's like, if you come at me again, the same, you're the same thing's going to happen. I'm not worried. Yeah, about she it. knows, she yeah. knows now like right. how, 
much weaker she is than him. Yeah. And like, I would have, I think one thing would have been cool is if they were going to kill her off, which obviously they had other plans for her, mm-hmm. but if they were going to kill her off, if he had both of her lightsabers and just cut her head off, like he did Dooku's that been cool. Oh, that would have been a good callback. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, big, like, not, you know, make, I don't want to support heads being cut off or anything. <laughs> But in Star Wars, I'm all for it. Um, yeah, and they prepped it but, like perfectly with him having both both of the lightsabers, just like the broken yeah. one, just in each hand. So like, yeah, that, I mean, that could have been yeah. cool. That, that could have been really cool. Um, but then she sees the um, she she sees the little uh, transmitter um, pop up, and it's all glitchy because during the whole mad rush, somebody stepped on it and broke it, and she overhears. Tatooine, Tatooine boy. boy, Owen. Owen. She hears Owen. Yeah. And, you, you know, from previous episodes, she knows a farmer named Owen. Um, she, almost, she, she, almost, she threatened him a whole bunch. Um, so now she's, yeah. she's on a trip to, you know, Tatooine to find Luke and, you know, do what she will. Um, and then yeah. I think that's where we leave off. Um, or, you yeah. know what, we leave off. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is where we leave off. Yep, yep. Yeah, because then at the beginning of the next episode, we see the Star Destroyer chasing the transport. Yes, yeah. And it has... It has soundtrack from Empire Strikes Back when it's a... Oh, cool, yeah. When they're chasing... The chase through the asteroid field. Um, So that was cool. Mm-hmm. I like getting the original soundtrack in there and bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, same with the new stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it starts off there. Um, this was the scene with Taj I was thinking of when like, oh, we want to decide he's going to leave and kind of, you know, take Darth Vader's attention away from them to save them. He's like, um, he's like, I need you to make sure she gets back to Alderaan. He's like, I'll do everything I can. You have my word. But then he's like, but that's the word of a liar and a fake Jedi. And like, he's kind of saying it like in a self-deprecating way. And, you, and like, not like the bit, it's like half humor, half not. And yeah. like, Obi-Wan's like, well, that's good enough for me. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but then uh, like pretty much we jump right into Obi-Wan flying down to this, you know, yeah, do they ever mention what? Yeah, what? Uh, it's like an uninhabited. Okay. No, it's an uninhabited yeah. moon, and like I just love one thing. There's a little interaction between like Darth Vader and the Inquisitor, and the Inquisitor's like, "No, we shouldn't do this," and he's like, "Shut the, shut your mouth." <laughs> I'm going to get it. <laughs> he's like, "I don't think you understood what just happened to the other Grand Inquisitor, but you yeah, learn your freaking place." Yeah. Um, but uh. I love how like like we we see Obi Wan go land and everything, and then Darth Vader goes and follows him, and we get this visual of like Darth Vader like walking up, and you see the lander shuttle in the back, and then mm-hmm. Obi Wan's just standing there. He's like, "Here I am, man!" Like, yeah, exactly what it's you like want. I'm, I'm done running, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I mean, kind of hoping that we were going to get um, uh, potentially like have uh, the Grand Inquisitor and the rest of the um, 
of the ship kind of follow the uh, the path of well, the rebels and stuff like that. Yeah, and I was hoping we were going to see potentially uh, Darth Vader's Tie Fighter. I think that would be dope. Yeah, and just see that him, see cool. that pop right out, and then just him, you know, like flying forward. But like, I I get it though. Like I'm and it. It it gave it gave the rebels a pass, but they also needed to show how obsessed Darth Vader was. You yeah, know, it's just like you I know totally what? this doesn't matter. I'm gonna get these people at some point. At some point, yeah. we're gonna find them. Whatever. This guy right here is what counts. We're not gonna let him slip. So yeah. it was yeah, it was good to see that. But I was kind of hoping just for a little bit of Tie Fire action. What's it called again? Like the that. silencer? Is it? Uh, I believe his in a New Hope was the Tie Advanced. Tie advanced, okay. The one with like the it looks like a like hexagonal wings. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a longer it has the uh like orb cockpit, little but then circle. it has like yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a little like a little like wing going back. Yeah. Um yeah. if we'd gotten that or like in Rebels when he like he flies down, but then he's standing on top of the TIE fighter and like, Ooh. that would have been, that would, have been that would be cool. That would be really cool. <laughs> Just like but seeing will, that, like the door open, like that, yeah. would be, that would be really cool. But also to be fair, the, um, the shuttle that he takes, I feel like that's, that's very Darth Vader, you know, having yeah. that, having that ramp to walk down, you know, is very much, you know, that's that's what we see in the original trilogy and stuff like that. So, and I I think it was like it gave it gave kind of parallels to there were a lot of parallels in this to their fight on Mustafar because like like Obi Wan is kind of just standing there very similar to like how he's standing at the top of the ramp on mm-hmm. um, Padme's ship and he's kind of just like waiting for him to see him <laughs> and Sorry, like he's kind of, <laughs> yeah and he's doing that again pretty much. Um, in a way, you're standing there waiting for Vader. He knows he's going to be there. Um, and like Vader walking down the ramp, I feel like kind of gave the same vibe as when like Obi Wan is walking down the same, you know, the the boo, star, uh, whatever, uh, Padme ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I thought that was cool. I it, uh, gave the same kind of feeling of anticipation building up mm-hmm. for this fight, which. Like, I don't know about you, but this did not disappoint. Not at all. all. Not at all. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Right off the bat, just like the choreography, which was such a mix between what we got in the prequels, where there's, yes. a, there's a lot of dance in it. It's, it's you know... It, it's just very well choreographed sword fighting. Like absolutely, yes. <laughs> but it, but, but we also got that mix of just blunt, you know, like medieval holding a claymore and just, you know, Trying coming down die. hard. Yes, yeah, yeah, coming down hard on someone. And um, I mean, if you think about it, the the strike that uh, Obi Wan finally lands actually like on uh, Darth's face it's not like he's lunging super hard or he's coming down really hard. It's literally a change in direction at the last point and he just nicks him. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a lightsaber. So, you know, it's going to do some damage, but it yeah. wasn't like he was 
swinging for the fences or anything like that. He wasn't yeah. winding up with a with a with a strike. It was just it was almost like a fencing move, like it was a little poke, like a, a change of direction yeah. at the end there. And I was like, oh, dude, and just everything, everything about this was perfect. I lost it um, before they even start fighting. Um, he Darth asked him something like, "Are you gonna kill me?" And um, Obi Wan's like, "I'll do it. I must." Which just taken straight out yeah. of Revenge of the Sith. And then Vader says, "Then you will die," which is taken straight out of his interaction with Ahsoka um, oh, and Rebels. Okay. Yeah, because like she's like, "I'm not going to leave you not this time," and he's like, "Then you will die." So it was a mashup between these two altercations that we see that are, you know, two of the oh, most badass ones. And so like, um, so that I I was losing it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Um." And then, yeah, to your point, the choreography was phenomenal because, like, like you said, it like it shows how great of swordsmen they are. Because it wouldn't make sense to go from Mustafar to Death Star One, you know, yeah. and without having this kind of middle ground, especially without having what we saw in Part Three of this series. So, yep. like this this progression is amazing. And then this, but you see, like Obi Wan has his mojo back. He's killing it but they're so they're so evenly matched oh yeah he gets his he gets his stance yep oh that was great um (laughs) and yeah i loved all of that um and there's going back and forth and then we see we get more of this like force unleashed like vader puts his hand on the ground and just like breaks the ground open like a sinkhole and oh, just slamming Obi Wan with rocks, and then he has the high ground, and I yeah. was just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> it was so anime, but like, oh, yes. it was so cool, so just DBZ. Like, yes, yeah, just touching the ground and just, just it all crumbles and brings him down, like, and even just flinging the rocks at him and stuff like that, like bringing bring them up. Um, oh, it was. It was just, it, I think it was so cool to see a true fight, a, a true lightsaber duel where they are constantly using force powers while dueling. It's not just yeah. a lightsaber fight. It is, it is an all out, like, you know, they, while you're, while you're fending me off, I'm going to throw something at you, which, yeah. which I feel like we, we didn't see too much of in the prequels. I feel like it was, you know, it would be either the character was trying to pull something down on them and then they would just go straight back to the swords or back, back to the lightsabers. But it was never, it was never really like a, I'm going to just push you right now and then, you know, come at you with that, where it was just like, yeah, yeah, this I, think, was, I, think the, I think the only time we get that, is uh yoda versus uh the emperor yeah and, yeah and then all the other ones it really is just like lightsabers and they're using the force to jump like in the right. fates and right. obi-wan and anakin or but then like to your point like he, like dooku straight up says it to yoda he's like clearly this contest can't be settled with the, our master of the force but with right. our uh skills with a lightsaber right and they go and they just switch right over yeah and it's just and like, then dooku's a 
You don't have to choose both of them. I mean, yeah. you don't have to choose one of them. Just Yoda, just just do you both. Don't have to choose. <laughs> we can see both of them. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah. It, I mean, it was it was a perfect combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and so Obi like, One is covered in covered in all the rocks. Oh, and he starts. Yeah. He, he hears um hears Leia's voice, right? Yeah. And like. <laughs> He There's hears Leia's voice at yeah. first and get yeah, mm-hmm. and gets like we see like cuts of her and then we see cuts of Anakin mm-hmm. and we see flashbacks from like episode two and three. I think it's two and three. Definitely yeah. three. Yeah. Um and then he just like explodes out of it. <sighs> and Darth Darth Vader's already walked away. And he like when Darth Vader was originally like leaving, he like in a joking way calls him master one last time. Right. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. That's cold. Um, <laughs> um, and like he's walking away thinking he won and everything. And again, it just shows like Vader's um, like naivete. Like, you know, he's just like, he's not even like waiting around to see if Obi-Wan, no, you know, maybe right. create a force shield around himself like he's any like, no, other no, no. person yeah. could never do that <laughs> yeah he's, and he's like see i won so quickly he's very right. like brash and very uh prideful and everything so mm-hmm. i don't know like there's so many things like character characteristics to pull out of this whole fight between the two of them then like obi-wan comes back Obi-Wan's coming up oh man this this was so full of emotion and like it was so cool Oh my gosh! He it's has brutal. all the all the rocks just floating around him. And that <sighs> scene, you get like a camera angle, like from the ground, looking up at Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. His arms are out at his side, like the Night King when he raises the dead. Yeah, he has a lightsaber <laughs> in one hand, and you see all the rocks just raised. And he, like at, at this point, he had like kind of fought off Vader into yeah. the corner, and then he's just pelting him with boulders. Huge and I'm like boulders, yeah. And then finally he gets close enough and he's just like, gets that, gets that slice on Vader's uh, helmet. Oh, and then once he comes up, yeah. One quick thing he does before that was he hits Vader in his little control panel on his chest like three times with the butt of his hilt. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I don't know why I liked watching him just like use his hilt like that. But just really quickly, he just goes for that that he knows he's gonna mess up Vader's. Uh, it, what's keeping him alive is suit. Yeah, you know what it and reminded then, me of? It reminded me of uh, Dark Knight Rises when he goes for ooh. Bane's uh, like just um, oh, mask, yeah. and and it starts to like one of the nozzles starts to come off. Like he's yeah. like he's like I finally know what to you know. I'm calculated on this. I'm not just going to hit you, you know, and stuff like that. I'm going to find the spot that, you know, needs to be hit and stuff like that. I, like that I thought you were, I thought you were going to say uh, Winter Soldier going after Iron Man's arc reactor. In, oh, like, I can see War. that too. Yeah. 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 But yeah, totally. And, and then we get like the Darth Vader, like wheezing oh. like you hear at the end of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets him in the face. And like I was really, I, I, I think I would have been really disappointed if we didn't get that type of scene. Maybe that's I'm just yeah. saying that because we did get it, and I yeah. can't imagine the world where we don't have that. But right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, to but be able to see so... a, um, you know, that that Anakin Skywalker underneath that helmet um, was, uh, oh. and and the the sound effect was yeah. so perfect. It was so perfect. The sound design of having you know half of a. Um, uh, um, James Earl Jones. Yes, yeah, half James Earl Jones and half um, Hayden. It yeah. was so good. Oh my gosh! Like, I th- well, I think for a lot of people, a disconnect they have is how did we go from Hayden's voice to James Earl Jones, and like mm-hmm. even just like the intonation, the like you know, just the, their way of speaking. Yeah, and this this totally connected the dots in a perfect mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. Where where you hear Anakin, and then it goes straight to Vader, and it yeah. both of them are so true to Hayden, Hayden's Anakin versus James Earl Jones Vader, and mm-hmm. it's so true to both of them. And you're not. It's not like he's flipping between personalities. It really is just the voice effect, and it's right. It was great. Oh. I'm gonna watch this after we're off of this. (laughs) And then, and then the part where I start to break, where, um, where Obi Wan again, dude, um, Ewan McGregor, man, like, um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if people have realized this yet, but like, he, you know, he's got a future in acting for sure. Um, (laughs) This guy, this guy's pretty good. This up and coming Um, guy. Yeah, uh, just the break in his voice and the tears in his eyes that he's saying I'm sorry when he's saying I'm sorry like I'm sorry Anakin and he never you realize like sort of looking back he never really got a chance to say that because you know he I feel as though in um you know he he I'm sure he he feels a sense of failure in Revenge of the Sith but it's more yeah. so he's sort of blinded by the fact that I've lost my friend. You know, my my friend is gone, and you know he well, he did these terrible things. Um, so I need to end this. Like I need yeah, to that's, I need to stop him before he does. You know, commits more atrocities. Or yeah, goes even priority deeper. number one. Yeah. Priority number one for them is like everything is going to shit right now and we have we are the only people who can stop this you yeah. for the emperor i'm gonna go kill anakin uh okay break yeah. and it's like <laughs> and it's like we don't like i like they don't have it like obi-wan doesn't have a moment to get emotional like all mm-hmm. these jedi are dead in the temple he just got attacked by cody who's his homie mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah you know it's like all these things are happening he doesn't have a minute to get a, that emotional about it and then he has 10 years to sit and stew on it and remember his best friend, his the person he is with every single day who he raised, who is his little brother. And like, uh, like, and I, that part destroys me as well. Oh when he's yeah. like, he goes from like throwing rocks at him and then he sees his face yeah. and he starts he goes, choking up. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I feel like, I feel like during that fight, he is so like, <laughs> He is so like, this is Vader. I need to end this now. And then finally, the minute he sees his face, he realizes who he is fighting this whole time. And he calls and him Anakin. He does. Yeah. And he's just like, like he's like, I'm sorry. And, and Anakin, uh, Darth Vader, 
whoever wrote the lines for this entire for for this episode, whoever wrote this, was it uh, Deborah Choi? She's she's one of she's one of the writers, two or yeah. three writers who uh, wrote the entire series. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that he's like he looks up and he's in even when he's already like felt beaten or, or I'm sure he feels like, you know, defeated and like he's getting this apology from his former mentor and stuff like that. He's just like, he's like, I'm not your failure. Like that I, was, you oh, need, like, he's like, you need to understand. I'm, I'm, I know what I am and I'm glad that I am this right now. And he doesn't, he doesn't want to be someone else's mistake. Right. He doesn't want to be a victim to someone else's failures because mm-hmm. yep. he did this himself. And in right. his, this is very prideful in his eyes, like being a victim of anything is weakness. And that's in yeah. his eyes, not, yeah. not, not reality, but like, yeah, you know, no, he, so it's very much like I'm doing this because I want to, not because you asked me to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or like, and, because you but also, forced me to do this. But also, like the misconception that being a victim of something means that you are um, weaker than something, right. you know. Right. Where like he doesn't want Obi Wan to feel like he had the power to create this. Where it yeah. was up to Obi Wan, like, no, I did this. Like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. I and did. I was like, oh, he's oh. like, I am not your failure, Obi Wan. I was like, this. This is hitting on, and and also like, for him to say, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did. Mm-hmm. Like, if there ever was the time to reconcile Obi Wan's from a certain point of view lines in mm-hmm. the original trilogy, this is it. Like, yeah, right, the, right. Like, I never really had a big problem with that, but like, no, yeah, this this goes perfectly in line with everything Obi Wan says to Luke about how yeah. his father died. Well, and, and, and he even says like right after that, he says, then my friend is truly dead. So it's just, it's that thing where it's like, where it's like, yeah, to Obi-Wan, Anakin is gone. Anakin is dead. In, in the end, it was never for Obi-Wan. I feel like it was never bringing in Luke in, in a new hope was never about reaching out to Darth Vader and trying to get Anakin back. It was more so. You are talented and you are gifted in the force and you can make a really big difference. And, you know, you're, you'll be able to defeat the emperor and, and Darth Vader. It was never a, Hey, you might be able to uh, appeal to, you know, the side of Anakin that's still there because Obi-Wan's just like, this kind of seals it, you know, Anakin's dead. Anakin is gone. Um, And I, I had the right to mourn him for all of those years that yeah. was justified. Um, and we and we had to get that time. Or we had to get this part of the show mm-hmm. where when we get to Obi-Wan telling uh, Luke that he has to kill his father, it makes sense. You yes. Know? Like right. this all wraps that up nicely with the bow as well, where it's like, I can't kill my father. It's like, well, the, the Emperor's already won then. It's like mm-hmm. for Obi-Wan just to be this Cole, yeah, you know, he's just yeah. like, just he's like, like you got to your dad, dude. Yeah, like, sorry, man, I don't make the rules. But, um, <laughs> and then he kind of just, lot. yeah, and then he just, you know, 
leaves Darth there again, which which and, honestly was sort of surprising. I I I get it from an emotional side, but I would think after that um, after that exchange, I would think Obi Wan would be like, you know, then my friend is dead, so I need to make sure that this monster that you are doesn't hurt anybody else. So I thought he would, you know, try to finish the job and, you know, Darth Vader might fend him off and get out of there, but that, he leaves him. Um, yeah. If I have, if I, if I had, cause I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really have this. If I had any hangups about this entire series, mm-hmm. that one little bit would have been it where yeah. I was like, oh, why, why didn't he kill him? Why or or like obviously we know he couldn't kill him in the show because we have to see him later. Yes, but I was very much anticipating a different ending to their battle where neither of them die. Um, you know I think, and that was my initial reaction. I was like, and I I didn't, I really didn't even care the night that it premiered. Um, but it 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 is really like a if I have to pick something, this is my nitpick. Um, (laughs) but. At the same time, this is not this has not been a battle of good versus evil, or a battle of Jedi versus Sith. This has been Obi Wan's personal vendetta, or Obi Wan's personal reconciling with himself, and then he kind of just got let off the hook by Vader. Yeah, um, and I think that like kind of eases that nitpick for me, mm-hmm. where. The Jedi Order is done. Um, you know, I clearly, I mean, I think that like Obi Wan still should have killed him, but or there should have been another ending. The, where... Yeah, there, or at least at least attempted to, <laughs> only because it's you know Obi Wan, you you've been here before, brother, and look how that turned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you gotta yeah, yeah, make, yeah. unfortunately you gotta make sure he's dead. But I mean, but also you could you could say that it was the reawakening of the Jedi way. His his opponent was um, defenseless, you know. In in a yeah. way, he was not necessarily unarmed. He still had his lightsaber in his hand, but he was defeated. So like, for him to like- for him to kill him just wouldn't be the Jedi way. Um, and like but, Anakin says when he kills Dooku, he's like, "I shouldn't have done that. Like that yeah. wasn't the Jedi way." Right. Um, right. Yeah. You know. So no, that totally makes sense too. Um, Still, I don't know. Not, not totally. I'm not that. I'm not that worried about it. But no, neither am I. That that was just my one my one of my questions about it. Just because I was like, he's been in this same situation before, and yeah, he now has seen what has <laughs> all the events that have come from that from him not making sure Anakin was dead. So I would think that he would want to, you know end it for good now especially now that he knows that well i guess i guess vader never yeah vader never found out about leia or luke so it's not like he was really trying to protect them um yeah but uh oh yeah and also that whole time reva is going after luke and fighting with owen and um uh i i i did not understand her motives here I didn't understand why she wanted to kill Luke. She says something about she, like, why, you know, why do you, you know, I'm going to, I don't know. 
I, like, I, I think she wanted to really just like even even the odds. Be like, you killed all my friends. Why did all the younglings that I grew up with die? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm gonna kill your son. But, no, she, but she did, would make sure he would. Did he she would know. know that it was Vader's son? I think so. Like I feel, I, I felt like the only thing that she got from that message was Tatooine boy and Owen. I could be and wrong, it was, but it was coming from Bale, and and I mean maybe she knows you know who that is. I, I would imagine she does. But she wouldn't know who Leia is, right? Right? Yeah. Like, so like I'm, I I was just wondering like I was like why why is she trying so hard to kill this she, little boy that she doesn't even know why he's important. I'd have to go rewatch, and I probably will as soon as we end the show. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure she knew that was Darth Vader's son. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Then, then that makes that makes more sense um, to get that revenge back on him. But she does yeah. her sort of uh, flip on that, and kind of um, she gets rid of her lightsaber as well. Um, yeah, I um, I don't love how they. Uh, and we don't have to go over this whole scene of mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the Larses defending their homestead, which was very cool. It, they put up a good fight. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Emperor like, yeah. goes in that little nook and she pulls out some. She's strapped. I was like, all right, yeah, man. And then the minute, Re- the minute Reva like like, and they're working as like a tag team too. I love it because yeah. like it's like um, Owen gets like knocked to the ground. He goes. She's coming in the door, and the minute the minute yeah. he walks in that door, she just gets a face full of whatever bow staff. Need a little bit <laughs> more diet. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was good to see them holding their own, and it and it adds to the fact that you know Luke really was their family. That, that was their son. Oh yeah. You know, at that point, that's um, one big takeaway. Like Owen loves Luke. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, and I, I would never really questioning that, but like. It's so clear. And mm-hmm. it was really great to see throughout. And like even like at the end when Obi-Wan is like leaving, he gives Owen yeah. the Skyhopper toy. And he's like, You wanna meet him? Like oh. that was a great moment. And then also obviously we finally got the the long awaited hello there. Yeah. Um, that was that was great. That was I, I really yeah. I loved how they did it. But I'm sure so um, many people were just like, No, no, no. Like get over it. You um, can't know old Ben Kenobi. But then, well, he obviously knew he, he knew who he was. Like, well, yeah, he knows about him. him. Yeah, like he right. that's the first thing he thought of. Like he yeah. he very clearly knew who that was. Um, and then like what everyone was waiting for at the very yeah. end. Yeah, thank I, God. I was so glad to see it. I was I was hoping I was hoping to get a little bit more. I just, yeah. just with, with, I feel like, I feel like Obi-Wan, his reaction wasn't what I wanted it to be. Like, where it's yeah. just, oh my God, like, like, Master Qui-Gon, like, oh my God, like, how, how have you been? <laughs> like, but like, but like, I've, I've missed you, Master, you know, like stuff like that, like things like that, when, yeah. where it very much seems like, it seems like they were hanging out like every other weekend. Like they were just like, hey man, like, um, you know, you hey, could- give me, give me one second, my iPad's about yeah. to die. Yeah.
pardon the interruption, everyone. Um, we're good. I just had to go plug it in. I thought it was plugged in, but the extension cord it was on wasn't plugged in. Um, but um, I know what you mean. Sorry, to, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt you. No, 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 you're good. Um, yeah, it was. Um, but being a huge <clears throat> Qui Gon fan. I would love to hear what you thought about it. I, I know we were calling it from kind of kind of the early early days of the season, but finally seeing them. It would have been ridiculous if we didn't get it, just yeah. with all the buildup. Yeah. And I think it was it was perfect because this is not a show that relied on cameos. This was a show that was a this was a story, no, a character driven story mm-hmm. where we are getting a complete story arc of Obi-Wan and and Darth Vader in a sense as well. Like it is a story about their relationship as well as Obi-Wan's progression of being a hermit to going through like the stages of grief. Um, so I think it was, we got the perfect amount of Qui-Gon where like the buildup was there. We all knew that he was the first Jedi to return from like the netherworld of the force and be able to communicate with them. Um, so to get that, you know, interaction between the two of them, I, for me, it was a perfect amount. Um, I think Obi-Wan, I don't know. Their, their little reaction was awesome. And like, he's like, what took you so long? He's like, you weren't ready. And I was like, Oh wow. He really wow. wasn't. Yeah. It's like, I was <laughs> always know? here. <laughs> yeah. Really and was. like, I don't know. I just, I thought it was, I thought it was really well done. Um, and Liam Neeson looks great as always. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, he's got to be yeah. what? Oh. Like almost like 70. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He looks great too. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. The force, don't you know? Um, oh, don't you know? <laughs> Where's my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you ever pick up my lightsaber in Naboo? Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I I love that. And for me, it was a great way to end it. Yep. Um, but uh, so overall, like, how does this series stack up for you with the other live action series we've gotten and the other series in general? Oh um, man, um, yeah, that's a good question. I I really did enjoy um, this series a lot. Um, I think coming away from it, I would put this. Let's see. I would put it just under Mando season two. I think that's Um, exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would have it, you know, Mando two, uh, Kenobi, Mando one, Book of Boba Fett. I think that's, that's my list going right now. Um, And I'm not, I, I have not finished Bad Batch, so I can't can't say that can't speak to that it's hard to much. for me it's really it's really hard to compare mm-hmm. um rebels clone wars and bad batch to the live action ones because the live yeah. action are really taking the well i think bad batch clone wars and rebels have a tendency to do bounce from like a three episode story arc to monster of the week to three episode story arc to monster of the week because they have yeah these you know they have so much time they can do whatever storyline and it really was like george lucas and dave filoni playing in a sandbox 
for the beginning of Clone Wars. It was just like, well, we've always wanted to do this and now we can. And now it's not going to be as expensive because it's not live action. Right. So right. like they were able to just be like, oh, let's send Jar Jar on a mission and be mistaken as a Jedi. Like they just had all this freedom yeah. to do whatever they wanted. And so it's hard for me to compare because like now um, Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, all the live action shows are every single episode is scrutinized so heavily. Yes. Where Clone Wars isn't. <clears throat> um, and, and, and even Bad Batch isn't. And even if that you know it came out last year, it's it's not held to the same standards. Mm-mm. Bad Batch is phenomenal. Um, I love the Bad Batch so much. I've said it on the show so many times, <laughs> but um, and Rebels as well. Like Rebels is up there is probably like I think it might be like my second favorite Star Wars show. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, 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 I think I agree totally with you though. I think Obi Wan is like right below. If I'm going to hold Mando as a whole, it's going to be right, right below Mando. And I think one thing that's so enticing about Mando is like that's a new character where they can really do whatever they want with him. Yes, and like yeah, that's true. They, they really do have so much freedom and to do a little bit of a mix of like the Filoni monster of the week, right with a very character driven story on top of mm-hmm. that. I think, I think I will say though, um, there is not a, there is not a single scene in either season of Mandalorian that I think I will rewatch the way I will rewatch the finale of Kenobi. Yeah. Now, I think, I, I, I think it I think has the high. highest high, um, out of all the shows right yes. now. That's a great way to put it. I was going to say, as a whole, Mando is just just barely above Kenobi, mm-hmm. and that's that's very close. And I'm yeah. even like, as I'm saying it, like, do I mean this? Um, Picking your favorite child. <laughs> yeah, and this, you know, this is how I feel right now. This could change tomorrow. Um, yeah, right. But um, um, but yes, as a as a high, I, I mean, I don't know that Luke. That Luke scene at the end of Mando season that two is really that is, yes, that's true. And because that was the best kept secret of the right. world, right? Um, but I will say I think because Anakin and Obi Wan are my our protagonists, yeah. whereas yeah. OT original trilogy fans, Luke is their protagonist. Like mm-hmm. I feel like this payoff was a little bit higher for you and I, yes, being yeah. being prequel kids. Um, this was closure uh, that I didn't think that I needed. Oh, I needed it. But I. But now <laughs> I'm like, how did I live without this? <laughs> how did I, live without how did I ever sleep since yeah. 2005? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But yeah, overall, I, I'm I'm sure if we ever get a lull of content to talk about, you and I can do like a rewatch and talk about it again. 100%. But yeah, I don't absolutely. think that's the thing about like right now. Um, we just have so much stuff that we want to cover. Like I was talking to one of my friends and from college um, and we were like, Oh man, all I can think about is stranger things right now. And then he was like, yeah, well Thursday it's going to be Thor. And then Friday, the season finale of the boys. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have, and like, I, we, we don't have to go, as deep into the boys, especially the boys, because we can do a full recap of that. Yes, yeah, you know, and I, so. I hope we do. Yeah, I, I definitely want to just do a full recap of this season because there's just so much that I need to, I need to touch yeah. on. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, but while we're on here, I do want to get your thoughts on the finale of Stranger Things. I don't know. We'll, yeah, uh, let's we'll go straight up here it. soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. let's, let's go straight into it, man. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I I started on Kenobi, so I want I want to hear you first on the Stranger Things topic. Oh, dude, I haven't been I able to it. stop thinking yeah. about Stranger <laughs> Things. Like, <laughs> okay, so like, I when I get into Stranger Things, it's all I care about, and then like, yep. And then the last two years went by. And then I always think back on like the 4th of July weekend when season three came out. And I'm like, man, that was the best. And I think season three up until this point was my favorite. Um, And I just, I've been doing a rewatch and it. And that holds true as far as the first three. Mm -hmm. This season, man, took it up a notch. Like part one was phenomenal. We got like, Kind of Sam Raimi horror vibes. Yeah, they really took it up a notch in the horror section. Um, and this, the the way we're seeing, I'm saving all the best stuff for last. You know what I'm going to be talking about. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, the way they are bringing everything together, where it's not just monster of the season, with like yeah. the Demogorgon, the Demodogs, the whatever the scary, yeah, the mind flare. Yeah. Um. And then uh, 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 Vecna. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, But, like, you know, how it's all coming together and uh, really working well, like, working well together. I just, I don't know. I'm loving it. It's, again, like, the flashbacks of Eleven and, like, seeing the origins of the Upside Down and stuff like that has been been great. I a lot of people are getting upset that like the California crew with like Will and Jonathan and their buddy with the long hair who works at the pizza shop whose name I'm forgetting. Argyle. 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 Yeah. Like a lot of people are saying we didn't get enough of them, but I'm like, I think we just got exactly as much as we needed to get. I I agree. Honestly, I, I think, and I was saying this the other day, I think stranger things in the past couple seasons, um, uh, other than the first season have done a, well, I guess even in the first season, they do a good job of it where they have the um, three planes of action that tried and true yeah. formula where, you know, one team, one, one group's doing this, one group's doing this, one group's doing this, but it all serves the same purpose. Yeah. The Duffer brothers do that so freaking well. They do it yeah. so very well where everything is like, is like, okay, we will never have a group doing something that in the end doesn't matter. Doesn't overall, overall, you know, like, uh, you know, fight the big baddie or help, help anyone, you know, who's going to fight the big baddie. They do such yeah. a great job with that. Um, I will say, I think, you know, if I, and and this is this is tough to say because everything was so good in this season each group was so good there was a lot of really good chemistry with a lot of characters i think that california crew was probably my least favorite group um and and well and that's a high um they were going up against like uh, joyce being in russia with murray and hopper and then we have 11 and, Eleven um, going through her own shit with Papa, with Doctor Brenner, um, and everything and like then, that. Yep. And, and then, Steve, yeah. and I still, yep. who's going to beat Steve? Yeah, no, no. you know, especially when getting you pair him up with Eddie. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, and so it and and it wasn't. 
it it was more so that every single time we saw them, I got more and more pissed at Will. I was like, you, yeah. you son of a bitch, just get it, man. Just yeah. get it. Like I like there's so much there's so much pain that, you know, and and just discomfort between those two, between him and Will. And I'm just like, I'm like, dude, like, why are you, why are you acting this way? I get it. You, you know, I get it. You have a girlfriend and stuff like that, but he's not even acting like he's Will's friend. And even after they have that conversation where it's just like, you know, I think it's, I think it's better if we, you know, like we, we, we be friends during this whole situation. I feel like even after that, for some reason, Mike is just like standoffish. And I don't know if it's because he, he senses that, you know, Will might have, you know, romantic feelings for him and he, he wants to push him away for some reason, which I would be totally against oh. Mike's character. Like it, yeah. it just, it wouldn't make sense to me. Or if he's really just that oblivious and is just acting like I think like he's more dick. oblivious. Like, yeah, like, and it, it it would just it would just it it would it would piss me off because I'm like Mike, like you have been you've been this character that honestly we've rooted for for so long, and in this season you're proving to me that you know you you might not be the character that I thought you were because you just don't get it. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My mic's acting all weird. Um, hopefully it'll last the rest of this episode. Um, but um yeah, I mean, they are also high schoolers going through first relationships and That's dealing true. with their friends going through relationships and them not and like stuff like that where you're in middle school and high school and you just don't know what's going on with life. Right. So I yeah. they have my sympathy there. Um but but yeah, I mean yeah, Mike's been easily my least favorite character this season. Yeah. Um, but um, what else? But I mean, yeah, I mean, as, as far as like going into the second part of this season, mm-hmm. like the stakes were as high as they could get right from the get go. It was yeah. just like instant action, and they did such a good job of like relaying the intensity to the audience mm-hmm. where like you have these badass scenes of like the journey remix song when they're getting ready to like start you know the whole uh, operation and that like all these things are was it that it that edit is on repeat at the gym like i kid i kid you not i don't think i don't think i listened to i might have listened to master of puppets and we'll get to that i listened to that maybe twice other than that, it was the minute it was getting near the end of that song, it was just go back to the start, replay. Oh yeah, same. That and like, is, it's so good. Oh, and I'm so glad yeah. they didn't just use it in the in the trailer. I was so oh, glad too. to hear it in the season. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. And like, so um, to your point, like we, we, you and I, and you know everyone else did our walk on Saturday, and then we were done with that. I went home and watched. Uh, the last two the, the, the two parts of mm-hmm. um, season four back to back with Lynn and Ryan and like the next morning 
I like was driving around running errands, went to the gym. The only music I listened to was Metallica. And like, like, you know me, I grew up like yeah. probably starting in like seventh or eighth grade. I got into Metallica and that was not cool at the time. Like in eighth grade, it was kind of like, if you're in a Metallica, you're kind of weird. And like, but I thought it was really cool. And so like, I, and I was learning how to play guitar at the time. And they were like such a big part of that. And like, yeah. I got really into like thrash metal out of nowhere. And like, so like when this came on, when you see Eddie and like, oh. I didn't know, I I didn't see any of the theories about what song no. he's going to play. I didn't see, I had no inclination that it was going to be Master of Puppets. And Dude, like, I, have, I avoided TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that, like the plague, because I, I just didn't want anything, oh, me anything too. spoiled. Yeah. And like in my head, I was like, all right, it's going to be maybe like a power ballad, like something mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. And like, but I, knowing his music taste, I was like, it's gotta be something popular, but I, I really wasn't like trying to break it down too much. So like yeah. when he, first off, I can, I want to break down this whole scene because like, <laughs> like they're up there and he has like three amps and stacks and like, and like, it's so on the mark for a kid who like clearly, you know, he's living with his uncle. They live in a, in a trailer. Like yeah. he doesn't come from money, but that money that he does get, he spends on music equipment, the music, and yeah. good, good equipment too. And oh, like, and it's has, just, he, it's, it's, he has a, a great uh, line. He has a great line before he grabs the guitar and he's like, it's like she was made for the, for the upside down. Oh, oh yeah. and, and so true. It's so true. It you is. see all the vines around it and it looks like that perfect guitar just looks like it matches with everything yeah. going on in the upside down. And it's a, it's a, bc rich warlock which is like the most i don't know out there guitar it's so cool um i'm gonna go buy one now but like <laughs> like literally i just want to go like go get a, a warlock now it's so cool but um and then but like his his like they're up on there and it's like all right initiate stage three and like he's like Chrissy, this is for you and that that oh, like melted yeah. my heart and yeah. like it's it's so high school Mm-hmm. for this this kid who is like an outcast who doesn't get attention from like the popular girls but then he has this connection with her mm-hmm. in the you know in the woods when like yeah. she's buying weed from him yeah. and they have this really nice sweet little moment and then like he kind of latches on to this one moment he didn't even know her that well but you know they knew who each other were but then he has this um like kind of um he feels obligated to make sure she didn't die in vain mm-hmm. just from these little, really meaningful, really short interactions. And that for some reason that resonates with me so well as a high school thing of like, you put so much stock into these little moments. And especially as someone who's like an outcast who gets some attention from like the popular girl, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. thought, and, and she ends up being so sweet and he ends up not being this monster that she thought she, right. he was. Right. Yeah. Like, and, like, I feel but, like, I, I feel like he felt as though like, you know, they, and they absolutely did have like a connection, but like almost like they could have been something more, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I, I like yeah. I had a feeling and, and, you know, he just like her remembering his band's name, and him being like, oh my god, yes. like, yeah, you do remember, and, and it's just it, it. It was really sweet and just a super endearing moment between the two that made you I care agree. about actually both characters. 
like a lot. Yeah. Um, and you, like he, he plays that first chord and he like lets out this like, like, and like, and you can see in his face, he's like, like he doesn't have to play the song perfectly at all. They're uh-huh. distracting the bats no matter what. But you can see in his face, he's like trying to hit it note for note, play this song as perfectly as it can be because this means so much to him. Not only, not only does it matter to distract the bats, but it matters for him to play well for Chrissy. And I don't, right. I don't I think it's so sweet and like, yeah. But it's also master of puppets and and also, oh my gosh. So like, I looked up when Master of Puppets the album came out, and this takes place three weeks after the album comes out. So oh my Eddie, gosh. Eddie sat there after school every day <laughs> listening to this album. He didn't have the guitar, ultimate guitar app on his phone to learn how to play the solo, but he sat there and played it every day after school. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, I don't know. I love everything about that scene. I love Eddie. He was too good. <laughs> yeah, he was too good for this world. Yeah. Yeah. Did they, they I think they they really um, they really nailed it with with all of the groups and when everybody you know doing their part like I said there wasn't a single time and there there really wasn't a single time in this entire season where they would jump to a different group and I'd be like oh like or like I'd be like oh I can I can look at my phone for a little bit or something like that I cared about what everybody was doing you definitely there are some of those shows where you have your you obviously have your favorite characters and you have your least favorite characters and when those least favorite characters are on there you're kind of just like oh i'm kind of you know i can half pay attention here that was just not the case and it's never been really been the case with stranger things stranger things it's just i care about every storyline they show they care about every character the fact that they were teasing deaths in this part two i was like I, I wouldn't be okay with anybody dying. Like, like genuinely, like I was like, there is not one character that I'd be like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like that's yeah. fine. You know? I, uh, I totally agree. And like, I, I went into it with, with that kind of mentality. I was like, I'm not going to be okay no matter what. Yeah. And then when it came down to the time when I could feel the tension rising and everything, I remember, I really do remember being like, okay, just please don't kill Steve. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, please like, you take all of them. <laughs> just and like, <laughs> I, uh, Steve and, and Dustin and like, and then like I could, but I could just tell when all the nice moments between Dustin and Eddie, I was like, Oh you're gonna, man, you're going to kill yeah. Eddie, aren't they? Yeah. Or, or, and, but part of me was also sitting there like, they're definitely subverting expectations and like building up for something else. And right. we're going to expect right. Eddie, but not, but then, Maybe something else will happen, right? And Eddie died. But, um, and that, you know, that whole scene, and I saw this thing, this isn't an original, this is not an Adrian original thought, but I did see someone explain it where they're like, obviously the not running away thing is a huge thing that we all got to explain to us in the show. But also, he had nothing to go back to. Like, he is marked as a murderer, as a cultist, as all these things. And he was like, the last thing I'm going to do is run away one more time. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, he did know what was going to happen. And like, you know, a lot of people are saying like, oh, he didn't have to do this. But like, I think in a way, not in a literal way, but I think like in his eyes, he did have to go do that. Yeah. Good. Um, well, I mean, like if it, it, it and 
that was that was one question that I sort of had the whole se- the whole season long, where they were trying to clear Eddie's name by killing Vecna, and I was like, how how is that going to play out? You're going to like- explain to the police and to the rest of the to the rest of the town, hey, um, these murders stopped because we killed this supernatural entity from a different dimension. Um, yeah. he was the one crazy anxiety. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it would be like, it wasn't Eddie. Um, and all the, all the murders are going to stop now. It's like, okay, well, does that just mean Eddie, you know, stopped killing people <laughs> and we and we're yeah. supposed to let him go free. So yeah, I would, I was always wondering that I was kind of like, how, how do they expect to explain this to the public? Exactly. Right. Even if like, they, obviously some parts of the government, would be able to, you know, clear Eddie's name, but he's right. still going to be, you know, guilty, you know, like a, what is it called? Like a social verdict or whatever. Like yeah. they all, yeah. he'd be ostracized no matter what, more, right. more so than he already was. Right. So, yeah. But I thought I did see another theory of like, so there's like a vampire who is Vecna's servant in D&D, like in, in actual mm-hmm. D&D. There's this vampire who is uh, Vecna's servant and like his like chief lieutenant, whatever their yeah. term is, you know. Yeah. But it's like right hand man, and a lot of people are saying like Eddie's going to become uh, a vampire, and and because he was bitten by all these bats, and there's other things. Again, this is not a theory that I could oh, man. regurgitating, but there are things that kind of lined up in it, and like. And now Vecna is like his master of puppets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like that, that I just did make that connection on my own. <laughs> that, but, uh, <laughs> that would be, cra- but, uh, that would be crazy if they brought him back. And of all people, Dustin had to have that realization of like, or, you know, Dustin would probably be the one to like reach him. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll have, they'll, they would have a, they would have some sort of climax where, Eddie's doing something, you know, under the, you know, under Vecna, um, under the control and Dustin's able to reach him or something like that. Um, like where, yeah. you know, he'd be like, you know, you told me to never change and, you know, here I am, you know, I, I still believe I never that Eddie's in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That would, that yeah. would be cool. That would be really cool if they brought him back, um, uh, as, as yeah. something like that. Um, but, but yeah, man, um, the, the, I'm what, I'm just wondering, okay. And I, and, and I said this, I said this right after we had finished it. One of my favorite parts, I, I mean, we already talked about the three planes of action. That's one of my favorite parts about Stranger Things every season. One of my favorite, favorite parts that just it gives me that warm, fuzzy feeling is every single season the Duffer brothers do such a great job of putting you in the eighties. Oh yeah. So that for, for those first, for those first two, three episodes before shit really hits the fan, you get that, you get that, um, you know, what's the hip thing now? You know, like the mall, we, the, the, mall arcade, the arcade, Ghostbusters, you, you, Ghostbusters. You get the rink, the, the the skating rink, even though 
I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch that episode again because kids oh, are so cruel and I never want to see that again. I never want to see Millie Bobby Brown go in, go through that shit again. Oh, and okay. again, another reason why I can't stand Mike in this entire, in this entire season, because that mother, that, that kid should that have done kid. something. <laughs> he should have done something. And I was like, Mike, go out there do something anything and it it, it still aggravates me but they do such a great job of putting you in the 80s and every single time i come away just being like i was born in the wrong freaking decade i I should have been born in i should have been born in 1977 so that i could be a 10 year old or you know like a nine-year-old experiencing all of these things I, i should have been um what I'm what what I worry about is just the fact that you know the way they left part two off with all these fissures in basically running straight through Hawkins semi open portals to um, uh, semi open gates to the upside down. I'm I'm wondering if season five will get any of that. Like I don't know if we'll get any um, you know lightheartedness in five i don't think so yeah i think it's going to be very much a hey you know shit is bad like (laughs) like yeah we don't have time to show you you know what the what the flavor of the week is right now like you know like people romping around with fanny packs and stuff like that but um i i and it's 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 very much like um the harry potter series where each one gets darker and darker and darker and a little less lighthearted too, where you, where you stop seeing, you stop seeing the fun of fun side of magic and you start to see, you know, the really dark side. So I'm, I'm worried about you say that. that. Yeah. 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 Well, I was, as you were saying, I was kind of racking Uh my brain of like, what series am I thinking of where that happens? Where like the beginning is like, Oh, this is great! It's kind of mm-hmm. like the beginning of a horror movie. It's like, oh, this is this is a great time at Hogwarts, yeah. and like, and I it, honestly, Harry Potter is the best example where that slowly fades out. Especially, yeah. I mean, really, really, really isn't even there whatsoever in Deathly Hollows mm-hmm. part, especially part two when it opens up yes. and like the Dementors are all around Hogwarts and Snape's just standing there, and you're like, oh, this isn't fun at all. <laughs> and like that's exactly, that's that's exactly that what I was thinking. Pasties. <laughs> yeah, like I want to at least see Aunt Marge blow up. Like yeah, like, yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah. No, it's like nail on the head. And I don't, I don't think we're gonna get that at all because, Mm-mm. and like, I don't want to steal the conversation right now. But one thing I will say is like, I when we were kind of getting this anticipation of like a big death. And then it was another character that was introduced this season. Like one thing, I'm not that hung up on that, but the fact that like shit really hit the fan with Hawkins being destroyed. I was like, all right, I think they earned some leeway. Like they, they blew up this town that blow it up. But like, you know, it's like these massive sinkholes of, of hell inside upside down. It's like, like this is a world changing, like, event where it's not it's not just like oh another character died but oh we'll see what happens next season but they think they won like no they lost this this is like the end of empire strikes back where they're like like, ooh, i don't 
I don't feel that good about how this is ending. Right. We just, it's like, or the end of Infinity War. Like, like, did we just lose? We just, (laughs) no, Chris Pratt, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah, we did because of you. (laughs) You stupid, stupid idiot. You couldn't hold on for four seconds. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah, that's that's honestly the feeling. That's the vibe I got where they're like, on the hill looking out and i was like right. "Ooh, I'm getting infinity war vibes like this is it's, not great right and it's and and <laughs> we've i guess we've they've already confirmed with the duffer brothers that there will be some sort of a time jump but i don't know if the time yeah. jump is going to happen right at the beginning like i don't i don't think they're going to say you know even if it's like six months i don't i don't think they're gonna go six months later or anything like that be, i think uh, it might be later on, like something bad, something really bad is going to happen, and they are going like to end game, like, right? Like, yeah, we get directly yeah. after, yep. and then we get a five year gap, right? Right, and and I mean that 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 could be interesting too, because I mean, I mean, first off, I mean it takes them to the nineties, which is pretty cool. That'd be cool, yeah. And all the um, all, they're all growing up, like that's that's another thing. Yes, Dustin, I will say, looked old in this season mike mike yeah mike mike looked like a member of kiss honestly (laughs) and this was the first this is the first season i didn't want to punch will in the face i liked will a lot in this oh i know and you just you feel for him so much i really did he was so like uh, i don't know his conversation with jonathan too broke my heart because yeah. it was just like he didn't have to say it because he knew that he, he he knew that it wasn't Jonathan, Jonathan proved to me that he really is a really good older brother in, in, in that oh, yeah. conversation because he didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to straight up, you know, call it what it was. All he had to say was, you know, you know, I will love you no matter what. Yeah. I will love you no matter what, you know, happens to you, whatever you choose to do and stuff like that. And just the, just, Having having that, you know, at least one person that will probably knows knows about, you know, like him most likely being gay. I mean, yeah, I think is is huge. He doesn't feel so alone anymore. Um, yeah, it was it was a really special moment. Yeah, I yeah. Really, I really did like that. Um, yeah. But all in all, this season blew me away. Like I literally haven't been able to like. I, I just it's like when Batman came out like I can't stop thinking yeah. about Batman I, guess. I can't stop thinking about Stranger Things right now I know it was so well done oh, um, yes and, and, and now the, I'm like I don't want to go two more years if or I more know, or less or whatever I, I think don't want to any mad time I know I think they're calling for two more two years um, I think I think that's why the time jumps so important cause, yes yeah, definitely absolutely um, and uh yeah dude i mean with with everything with vecna being one was a fantastic twist that i genuinely just did not see coming i did not see it at all um and i think they went about it in such a great way where it's like it's like oh my gosh like yeah this this totally makes sense now looking back on it the amount of time that they committed to um, learning about all of the other kids, all of the other numbers, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you know, that makes sense now. That totally makes sense. 
Um, but they still totally those, got me with that. Me too. And I love those realizations when it, like you do look back and you're like, how did I not see this? Yeah. <laughs> right. they, they hide it in plain sight, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. I love that. So, um, man, there's another thing I saw really, really quick that um, the album that Running Up That Hill is on yeah. is actually like a concept album about a girl who goes to a coma and then wakes up and like no they, they had this in front of us the whole time. As really? Yeah. Okay. I I love little things like that too, where it's like where, you know, the songs actually like add to, you know, the story and, and not even necessarily like the lyrics in the song, but the story behind that song. Or like, like it, any, any, yeah. Anything. It's not just and, cool. It's like if they put the final countdown in for Eddie's song, one thing that wouldn't have made sense, but like it would yeah. just have been like, it is the final countdown and that's it. But like Master of Puppets was so Eddie. Vecna is like the master puppeteer, the yes. master, the, the puppeteer behind it all. Like it all made so much sense and it just fit the times and the vibes of the eighties and thrash metal. But, um, and, yeah, um, any... I was, I was just going to say, like, I, I knew I had seen something like this, but another little like tidbit of like, sort of like a nice little like Easter egg and stuff like that. Um, I don't even know if it's, it would be an Easter egg, but um, at the end, when when Max is you know in her coma and Lucas is reading her a book, it's The Talisman by Stephen King, and apparently, oh. I mean, I haven't read that book, but um, somebody somebody said it's essentially about um, it's about somebody um, going on this journey to find um, the tal- a, a talisman which is you know what the book is named after to save his dying mother so what a lot of people are saying is just like you know this next season is going to be even though lucas kind of took a bit of a backseat in this one it's very much going he's going to be the key to you know getting max wherever her mind is back so he's going to be going on that journey and stuff like that to find you know where where her because Elle couldn't find her anywhere. Right. So, so I'll be interested to see like where she is, where, where her mind is um, and things like that. So um, yeah, just, just small little things like that. I think just show how much, first off, how calculated this whole story has been. The Duffer yeah. brothers have composed one of the best just stories ever. And yeah. It's it's amazing what happens when you put one mind in control or two minds, two collaborative minds in charge of a full, you know, like an entire. Don't get me started. A, yeah, story <laughs> to its entirety. It's amazing how how that works out. Um, but yeah, man, I I loved this season. Um, me too. I we binged the crap out of it, and then honestly, like just the other day, we restarted it because it's just that good it is that good and um only thing i only thing i'm really hoping for um for season five just a small thing that they could do i'm hoping for a halloween time give us give us a nice yeah give me a little bit of halloween because i think season two 
I'll I'll have to I'll have to revisit my list. But before season four came out, season two was my favorite, and it was because we got that Halloween vibe. That was great. Wow, that was Ghostbusters. I loved it, and also Billy. Yeah. Bring back Daddy. Billy. <laughs> Bring back Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more um, Halloween oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, I need, yeah. Halloween time, Billy. Too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Any any last thoughts on uh, Stranger Things? No, man. I, I loved it. I, I, how about you? No, I mean, yeah, I have nothing but good things to say. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing about Stranger Things. I even, I, Really, never have bad things to say no, about Stranger Things. No, it's it, yeah. They just they keep knocking it out of the park, and the only thing I'm worried about is them trying to wrap the story and Netflix being like, "Hey, man, we need more, bring more, yeah, yeah bring, br- just bring more." And, and well, apparently, hope- apparently, they already greenlit a spinoff, so maybe that'll settle their okay. need for more. I'm I'm fine. With, I'm fine with spinoffs. Just you know. End end eleven and and gang's yeah. journey here. As Apparently they had they had more stories to tell, and they were going to tell multiple stories that might have been connected, but it wasn't all going to be eleven. But then everyone loved season one so much that instead of using all these plot threads that were different storylines mm-hmm. and then eventually mm-hmm. connecting them, they all made it one story. Right. Okay. In the same way, uh, but yeah. Um, but, they, but that's interesting how 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 much everybody you know loved season two like episode seven where she goes to the city like like trying trying different stories like oh every we all kind of just agree I, I love it how like just the entire stranger things fandom just all agree just that episode didn't need to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the and we never like, see point taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never see her sister again. No, yeah, we never see eight. Yeah, and they 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 actually make a mention in this season. Um, he was like, he was like, this was this was after eight had left. Um, so that's why we don't see any. We don't see right. eight there with with all the other kids. So like, I was like, yeah, like you know, good for you, Duffer Brothers, for actually listening to, to everybody and being like, hey. This was like everybody keeps skipping this episode. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. But. Exactly. But um, last thing I really want to touch on before we hop mm-hmm. off today, like just a few minutes, is when we did our uh, Disney recap with everyone. Yes. Most chaotic episode ever, <laughs> which I loved. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but um, I mentioned that I was going to, now that I finished up the Pixar rewatch, I wanted to start a Disney rewatch. So I'm uh, 12 movies in. <laughs> nice. And, uh, um, and these are like short, you know, some of them yeah, are like, feel... like 90 minutes or less. A lot of yeah. them. How many um, are there again? So you're 56. on 12. Of 12. Oh my God. That's, <laughs> that's like 20 yeah. more than I expected. <laughs> so just to, just to give everyone an update of where I'm at. Uh, I've watched Snow White, and this you know that came out in 1937. Um, Snow White, oh and then Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, Bambi, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, yeah, Alice in Wonderland. I was dying. Um, 
Peter Pan, uh, Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, and last night I watched, actually last night I watched 101 Dalmatians and Sword in the Stone. Oh, nice. Um, so I have Mary Poppins next. Okay. Um, and then like Jungle Book, Aristocats, Robin Hood. Like it's just every movie, even if I'm like maybe a little less excited to watch. Yeah. Has been so fun to watch. And like Snow White was creepy. And it, oh, I just, man. it brought back such memories of like the forest scene and like when the Huntsman's mm-hmm. going to kill her. I was like, wow, I haven't oh, watched this. Gosh. Like one thing I realized was like, um, the Pixar rewatch was a lot of fun, but the, a lot of those movies I had seen in the last, yeah. a lot more recently. Whereas, like, couldn't tell you the last time I watched Pinocchio. Yeah. And wow, was there some stuff I forgot about? That movie's weird. That movie's weird. Um, I don't think I've ever weird, watched. And Pinocchio. if you like that movie, you're weird. if you like if you like Pinocchio, I'm really interested to see what they do with the live action that's coming out. Yes. This yeah, fall. that's right. Tom Hanks mm-hmm. as Geppetto, right? Yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Um, Fantasia, like Snow White was great. Um, mm-hmm. Like Fantasia, like I loved the concept of it because I was very new. It, I had to say, like, I was going to try to like just have it on while I worked. But then I felt like I was cheating it. So then like I just had it on. I watched it. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is something. It was cool to see like art that was you know in fantasia in 1940 come back in hercules which was in 1997 like a lot of hercules art is coming from fantasia which was Dude, really cool. fantasia man that's talk about a talk about an adrian colin throwback man oh my yeah, we gosh. used to watch that and eat um uh what was it it was a winnie the pooh cereal and buzz lightyear cereal at your oh old house at Gosh. your old house yeah you just sent me back core memory you unlocked a core memory <laughs> that i didn't realize i had Dude. oh my yeah, god that's like that that was probably the first time i watched fantasia honestly was it fantasia or fantasia th- uh, 2000 Ooh. it might have uh, been regular it, fantasia it i, I know been. we had no, and the thing is, I know we had Fantasia on VHS. I don't know if we had 2000 on VHS. So I think it was origin- the original. Yeah. And um, I mean, yeah. I mean, time frame wise, that was first grade, maybe. So it would First been, or second. Yeah. It was either the old house or we had a rental for like a few months between our old house and the new house. So my parents mm-hmm. are still in. Um, but, oh, okay. wow. The Winnie the Pooh and Buzz Lightyear series that just unlocked it. It's a little peek into into the past of of DSR, man. DSR has been a a thing since we knew each other. We just recorded it. Um, (laughs) And then Dumbo was great. You and I talked about how it just abruptly ends. I was like, what? A lot of racism in that one. There's a lot of racism in a lot of movies. A lot of racism in that one, yeah. Yeah, um, and they, like, you told me about they bad. added those disclaimers that, like, you know, they kind of have to. I mean, it's they're like yeah. they say like a lot of the messaging in these movies are we're wrong at the time and they're wrong now. Yep. But instead of instead of them just like tucking these movies away and trying to hide the mistakes, they are like it's important to acknowledge them. I I, I appreciate that. I yeah, appreciate that they don't yeah. just like not let us have these we movies. Have to scrap them. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
Bambi. I really enjoyed Bambi. That was good. Uh, Cinderella is currently sitting at number one, and it's wow. going to take a while for that right. to be number one. I, I haven't watched Cinderella all the way through in so long. Um, and it was, it was just so good. Um, Alice in Wonderland was next. Like I said, the scene at the, t- the Matt Hatter's tea party, I was like, I was dying at how ridiculous it is. Cause like the <laughs> white rabbit comes in and his watch goes off and it's like, Oh, that, that's, that watch is going mad. It's a mad watch. And like, they're trying to fix it. And they're like, Add, add, add marmalade, add butter, butter, add butter, add butter. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, um, they say one other thing. Maybe it was butter. There's like, like, what are you? Are you trying to trick me? Is like, he's like, butter in a watch? Are you crazy? And it was just, and then the the watch just starts going off. They're like, that watch is mad. It's mad. It's mad. It was just, oh my gosh, I would not stop laughing. It was ridiculous. The rest of the movie's really weird. Um, Peter Pan a classic yeah. a little racism in there too yeah, yeah for sure um lady and the tramp i really loved watching it a little racism in there too uh, oh really, especially really? The, the cats the cats were a oh my gosh yeah oh terrible geez. yeah terrible wow. i completely Asian forgot about that scene i i remember the song and then like that's all scares heard, the shit out of me honestly it scared me song. too and as someone who grew up with Siamese cats, they are depicted poorly in that yeah. movie because they were very sweet cats. Um, Sleeping Beauty was next. Surprised I don't have that as number two. Um, it's number three right now. The um, dragon fight at the end. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's top so notch. Yeah, I I I really have, and my I'm so like, and then I watch Hundred One Dalmatians and Sword in the Stone. Um, yeah. Sword in the Stone is I, up there for me too, honestly. It's it was it was really good. I I loved watching it last night. Like, and I don't remember the last time. Most of these I don't remember the last time I watched all the way through. I think the only ones I remember recently, at least, are Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. That might be the only one I've watched recently. Um, and recent being like since Disney Plus came out. Yeah. The other ones I don't, I don't. A lot of these I don't think I've watched since the um like i had on vhs like the only ones i can think of are like jungle book robin hood little mermaid beauty and the beast a lot of the older ones but like these these like really older ones i haven't watched in a while so it's really fun to go back and watch these Mm -hmm. like a scene will come on i'm like wow i forgot this existed yeah but just wanted to give a little update on that um the way i feel like this time i I was just gonna say i feel like those scenes though i feel like in those in this rewatch you're gonna come upon a whole bunch of scenes where you're like i haven't seen this in forever but why can i recite every single line and oh during this gosh. like yes. why is this just folded into my brain <laughs> like, and there's there's some scenes there was one from sword in the stone when um Kay is eating the trick turkey oh, leg yeah, and I knew there was there. I knew there was a Disney movie out there where they're eating a turkey leg, and I think the other one is a Black Cauldron. Yeah, but this yeah. one I remember watching. And I was like, oh, that's where I had this affinity for turkey legs <laughs> that just look like black cloth coming off a bone, and I was like, that still looks delicious. To it me. looks so um, good. Oh my gosh! So, the, the, in the the Lion King, also. 
Oh, um, yeah. The um, hyena zebra leg. leg. The zebra leg. Zebra leg looks so good, man. I'm like, when, ooh, when the I have a raw are... zebra leg. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so with Pixar, I waited till the end to rank all of them because there are 25, now 26. That's one thing we didn't talk about. Let you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. To all the listeners out there, we both loved it, and it's amazing. Yes. We should probably yeah. talk about it on an episode because we should go see it again with Shannon and then have, and talk about it. Because Absolutely. I want to, I want it fresh in my brain when we talk. Yeah. About it. But anyways, the way I'm ranking these because there's 56, I'm ranking them as I go, and then if I want to change things over at the very end, but I think this is going to give me a good baseline of like where everything sits, and like if I you know if, if I watch Mary Poppins tonight. You know, I'll be like, all right, well, do I like it more than Pinocchio? And like, kind of work my way up the list until I don't like it more than the next one. Yeah. And that's 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 the update on Disney, and I'm really enjoying it. It's honestly been so much fun. Like, I'm sure it is, man. Yeah, just Disney, just, it has that magic where, like, it you does. Know, it, again, again, there are you know those problematic parts of those movies that I mean, luckily you can just know sort of pass by ignore well understand why they're bad acknowledge acknowledge yes and and sort of see how far we've come to where some of most of those scenes you will never see them in a movie again (laughs) now we have we've come like full you know full circle but like disney is very progressive now and not forcing it down your throat at all, but they're just yeah. casually throwing in very progressive themes, like, like same sex example, kiss, like same yeah, Lightyear, same sex oh, kiss, yeah. and it's just like it's like oh there it is and there it's gone, and it's just like yeah. it's like this is normal, so yeah, it, it's get not it a, with the fucking times. It's not a big um, big presentation or anything like that. It's it's nothing nothing crazy. It's like yeah, this yeah, so. Um, there's that, and like Frozen Two, and like you know a lot of mental health themes, like mm-hmm. pushing that, you know, not pushing, but you know, making that less taboo, and a lot of yeah. a lot of really great themes coming out of Disney these days, where they're, I truly believe they're, um, they're working to make up for the, the problematic themes they had in the past, and I'm not saying yeah. one outweighs the other, and one can never negate the other, but you know they're doing a lot of good these days. Right. Not and also not being an apologist for them, but just Mm -hmm. pointing that out. Um, Yeah, that's been super fun. Um, But we have Thor to watch tomorrow. Yes, Um, we do. I can't. So coming up next on DSR, I don't know when we're gonna do it, but after show on Thor, we can talk after this and figure out a good time. But soon we'll be doing a at least a initial thoughts on Thor. Like we'll be said, talking boys once, yeah. Once that, once season three ends, definitely be talking boys. Um, and then um, we will also, um, well, Miss Marvel ends in two weeks. Yep. Yeah. I'm one episode yeah. behind. Um, this, is, I, oh, this show has surprised me. No, yeah. I was, I was going into a very open minded. Um, and I was very excited to watch it and I knew I was going to like it, but the amount I really love watching this show has surprised me. Also, yeah. I think the actress who plays Kamala oh, is just she's so, so endearing. She really, she's is. wonderful. Yes. She's so cute and like so endearing and just like, 
just like genuinely like just trying to do good and you and she's a huge marvel fan actress yeah so, which is like yeah, yeah. I, very, I don't know That's... so i i i mean i've been enjoying that a lot mm-hmm. um but we have a lot to talk about we have endless content to talk about yes we do <laughs> um and we even went into this episode we're like yeah well do you want to record till 7 30 and <laughs> it's 8 45 right now um yeah. So, but anyways, um, Colin, do you have any last thoughts for the fans at home? I got, I, I got nothing else. I can't wait. Uh, can't wait to have another episode for you guys. I, I hope you liked what you hear. Yeah. And um, if you did like what you heard, uh, check us out on Instagram at Donut Squad Radio, all one word. Please give us a follow. Please share with whoever you think might enjoy the show um it really does help uh we're not out here trying to get rich and famous but if we can make someone's day by you know having giving them a little escapism um or something positive to listen to while they're at work or driving to work or whatever it may be we would happy to be those people for them so please share uh like uh follow subscribe all the words all those (laughs) all all those words all those good things um we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening to us on either of those, please be sure you are following us as well. That goes a long way as well. Um, if you have anything you want to hear us talk about, any shows, movies we haven't discussed, questions for us, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Donut Squad Radio. Again, all one word. Um, but thanks for listening. We are super excited to be talking about all this cool stuff. We, I think, honestly, we talked about it. We really are living in like the golden age of television and, and cinema these days. At least a golden age of cinema, but the golden age of television. Um, we're lucky people. Um, but hey, from Zone Squad Radio, I'm Adrian. I'm Colin. And we are signing off. Good night. Dude, that was a good one. I don't know how to turn off this recording.